Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Thing Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. I have six plus two plus one balls. How many is that? Chris Wolfhard. Yoerb! And Dr. Agro. Horny elephant noises. Here on Gigaboots. The answer is nine, Bob. Oh my god, nine, nine balls! Nine balls! One plus two plus two plus one. <laughs> no, it's one plus one plus two plus one, or one plus two plus one. Shut up! <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Big Think Dimension number 237. Embracer sucks. Sony sucks. Elephant Daisy. <laughs> There's a certain cadence to it that almost makes it poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Like a duck, duck goose of modern news. What is what does the live cam look like this week? Let's check it out. Okay, nothing's weird except for there's no RGB background. I will fix that while we're live. Oh uh, yeah, this is clearly not gamer enough. <laughs> I put the water burger cup back there. And I'm like, they'll know I'm a gamer, but without the RGB, there's just no way. They're not gonna. Nothing's be more gamer than liking Patty Melts. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> And banana milkshakes. <laughs> you know how much gamers love bananas? I don't. Please explain it to me at length. There's probably a few chat GPT written articles that can explain this connection that's very real. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? This will be brief. We beat Immortals of Avium. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Be glad you beat it on PS5 where it doesn't run at an internal resolution of 476p like the Series S version. <laughs> yeah, I, oh. I saw that. I was like, wait, oh. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you telling me we're below 480p? Like we're we're just barely below a PS2 in progressive scan? Is that? Yeah. Wait, what is happening? Excuse <laughs> At the same time, I'd rather just see that. I'd rather it just oh, be yeah, clean 480p. Oh, yeah. No, if like, you guys could just start running your modern video games in 480p instead of FSR2 upscaled horrible arm disappearing artifacts, that'd be great. That'd be great. Woof. And then I can upscale it on the more 4K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know that I have anything meaningful to add over our prior week's discussion of Immortals of Avium. Right, we did get to talk about it. But a you lot beat last it. Week. You got to all. You got to all the story parts. What do you mean you have yeah. nothing else? So, to Bob, say? what was up with the hole? I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, specifically, the hole is called the wound. Yes, sorry, the the wound. <laughs> but I, okay. I internalized the lore of the hole. <laughs> I somehow internalized part of that fucking game story somehow. It's um Did did we find out how magic caused the hole? Yes. Uh you know what? I'm gonna hit it even though no one cares. I wanna listen to Dragon Quest music. Spoilers. Statistically Spoilers everyone who already knows the end of Avium is on this Discord call. So. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Gotta be really careful about it's true, 100% considering it peaked, spoilers. <laughs> considering it peaked on Steam at uh, 751 yeah. players, mm -hmm. which is 6% of the peak players of Forspoken. Yeah. Uh, and it is currently the 74th best-selling PS5 game on Amazon, right under Disney Dreamlight Valley Cozy Edition. <laughs> which obviously doesn't include digital, so like... That is the definition of with a whimper. 
Yeah. Uh, this God. is, I don't think there has been a bigger, this game obviously cost $200 million to make verse. You literally will not break 100K. Right. Like, yeah. I don't think that has happened in years. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. think it's ever been th that it's been this bad since seventh gen. We haven't seen someone come up to the plate and whiff so hard their arms come off. Right? <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't seen somebody come up to the plate, swing, and then somebody go, bro, you're in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Whole plate's over there. <laughs> Uh, not to beat on Digital Foundry. All of this context of how this game is being received is why it was so funny that Digital Foundry did not one but two videos on Aren't it. Aren't there three? Because like, there's one that's an interview with the dev. Well, I don't think they did that as a video. That's okay. just an article over okay. on Eurogamer, but that's true. I, so having the context of how it was received and how much attention they're giving it, I know it's a cutting edge Unreal Engine 5 game, so it's important. But it's really yeah. funny to me. Yeah, like Bright Memory Infinite. Like Bright Memory Infinite, it's important. It should be remembered. Mm. Um, yeah, I can explain the lore. Um, basically, the way the universe was supposed to work is oh, that the mages would be able to cast magic and shit, but that sense. would solely the magic. And the weird trolls that live in the Underrealm would come up to the surface and clean the magic to cleanse it to bring balance. Now, they didn't explain how that works at the so, one time they on, have a hang on, hang on. Sure. So magic is like a substance in this world? Unclear. So, so <laughs> the one time they show this process, it's a bunch of the trolls like humping a structure. And I'm just like, so, but most magic in this is particle effects. What do you, what do you do then? Maybe it leaves like a residue. Like they, they shoot the magic and then there's just residue of bad magic <laughs> everywhere. They shoot the magic, then there's magic it, everywhere. It's yes. really, it's really <laughs> poorly conveyed. Like even listening to them talk about it, I'm like, I don't get what you guys are talking about. What they were, what they were trying to go for is, oh, well they, uh, they, they killed, they genocided this non-human race, but you actually needed them to cause for balance. I'm like, right. Yeah, because so the plot of the game, the whole reason the wound happens is because when the humans see these trolls, they just start murdering the shit out of them because they made magic stop working in some instances. Mm. Because they, the humans are unaware of the cycle and the trolls are aware but not communicative because only one of them can fucking talk for some reason we're not going to go I, into. It, it seems like you have the two realms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The wound seems to lead to the other realm. You saw that Pokemon movie, right? I've seen a lot of Pokemon movies. The one with the Shadow so, Realm, the Mirror Dimension. Oh, the Reverse World? Yes. yes. So it seems like what they're trying to say is, okay, human mages pull magic out of that realm and use it to cast spells and I and then and somehow the trolls send that magic back later, but they don't convey how that works at all, and it doesn't sound like it should work. It's just a weird plot point in general like how how does casting the spell leave something behind like how are they sending the magic back is and because they killed all the people who send the magic back the wound i guess developed to suck everything back into that realm huh now the because of the vagaries because once again we've seen runic glyphs like a uh, diagrams carved into stone walls even of the exact thing i described of six trolls on a structure humping it i'm like 
So did the war stop start because six trolls humped a floating city and it crashed into the earth? Like what is? <laughs> like we did, did? We're not covering this. It's I mean, so, at that point, you don't. You can't blame the humans, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and because of the lore of it and how the tone it carries itself in, I kind of wish the one troll who could talk sounded like baby cakes, and he explained the lore. He's like. Oh yeah, all the humans are making the magic evil and dirty. We tried to clean it, but then they killed us. <laughs> because that is the that is the level it's operating on. Um I Yeah. It Do you know how much I just think you're a hack if <laughs> I'm like you rude start a story, <laughs> you can tell you me that a, off. <laughs> you start a story you have all these twists and you find the secret of the world and then the final boss is still the guy that was the antagonist for the entire game that just feels wrong it feels like you wrote your story incorrectly also, i they mean they just made him cartoonishly evil like, right and like that... to no game for himself even <laughs> right that yeah there's out of everything with this game if i were to rank the top three problems it would be probably fsr2 yeah the writing in a very close second <laughs> and then not having any idea what to do with the game's combat and puzzle design other than shoot the colored gem with the colored magic that matches because that's the whole game it's like the whole game was a bad light temple yeah a terrible light temple yeah, they introduced that mechanic like halfway through and then it just never goes away or develops <laughs> right, at all. That was it. That was the <laughs> it was idea. Like, it sure was, like, was another six hours of this. Awesome. <laughs> uh, the tech interview is interesting, though. They, 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 the combat director's like, we're not going back to 30 frames per second. <laughs> you <laughs> That's can't good. take that from me. And I'm like, the one good decision, right? You'd be found I'm really it. surprised because you clearly had no idea what to do with your combat at all. But hey... No matter what your combat is, it sure feels better running at 60. Yes. Is Starfield locked at 30 on, like, I haven't read enough of the coverage. Has anyone it's here? It's on the consoles and then not on the PC, I believe. I believe oh, okay, PC so it is unlocked. 30 yeah, on. The, the, you, okay. You, there's probably a frame lock you can turn on on PC, because I'm sure most people right. are not going to be able to hit 60. Right. Although some people have said, yeah, I, you can get 60 if you want, like I did with the, my 4090, is what I saw some reviews say. Okay. Cool. So I I feel like they I feel like they probably could have even gotten it to had some kind of performance mode on the Series X, but yeah, I have to wonder if maybe they'll look into that. I don't know. But anyway, what I was gonna say is even just aiming feels way better at 60 than it does at 30. Right. So at yeah. least they made that one decision very correctly. Too bad um, I could tell just by watching. It's like oh they have the thing where we didn't make our game for consoles correctly. Yeah. We have bad yeah. PC aiming on console or. Get aiming that is fine with a mouse, but terrible on controller. Right, because on a mouse, you move it the amount you want to move and aim. Uh, on a stick, you need ramp ups on acceleration and deceleration and all these other things to make it feel right. And it's so weird in 2023 to ship a game that doesn't do that correctly. Yeah, and, and especially when you're not like Arcane. <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, like the only ones left doing it. Yeah, Even they took that with Redfall. <laughs> Pathological bad aiming company. <laughs> yes. I see where I, you're you know coming what? from. I, there was so many other problems with Redfall I barely internalized, but like I was like, but thinking about it, I was like, yeah, that game did control fine. 
that's stunning. Too bad you couldn't fix the rest of it. Right? Yeah, he said that. I was like, did Redfall do that? I don't know. The problem with Redfall is nowhere near that end of it. No, it was everything else. <laughs> it was literally everything else. I feel like there's, oh, right. There's obvious, like, huge story cuts in, in Avium. Oh, yeah. It's weird. You'll end a scene and they'll be like, by the way, such and such was looking to talk to you. And you go, okay. You go to a sequence where it's you and your friends meeting up at the bar. This person they just referenced in the prior cutscene is your friend, isn't in this whole bar scene, is never seen again in the game. Yeah. Yeah, she just vanishes from the story completely. <laughs> well, yeah, they fell in the hole. <laughs> Admittedly, she, she was like, by the way, I'm by, and then disappeared from the game. So the wound eats by people, I guess. I guess. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, then the other part where the, some dude you're fighting is like, you are the final immortal. Like, yeah, they're up with the rest of them in like the next scene. <laughs> yeah, there there is a scene with a boss where in this weird secluded realm of this game's plot where now we're in the future that's uh, fascist and oppressive because the guy got the MacGuffin. Um, you are referred to, you and your friend are referred to as, well, I guess you really, the last immortal. You beat him and then go meet up with six other immortals. This isn't like separated by any amount of time. No, literally one immortal had died. That's it. <laughs> Was it the buy one or one of the other ones? Because we could count the buy one because the wound was like, buy Erasure, I'll show you buy Erasure. She, she wasn't an immortal. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, that's not. true. She was a renegade. Yeah, there's, yes. just, uh, you, there's just your Indian friend who does go out in a pretty raw way, I think shoving your magic sigil bayonet <laughs> into somebody and beginning to shoot into their organs yeah. is a pretty cool way to go out when he blows a hole entirely through your chest and is a counterattack. Yeah, yeah, no, that was yeah. a pretty good moment of that game. I, I was kind of upset that we couldn't do that. Why can't we not stab <laughs> right, with the uh, thing? It's right. obviously our, a stabbing Our melee is like a weird punch. We need to be able to like gut up into them and then shoot a few times, right? <laughs> uh, but that's it. I'm done. <laughs> Say whatever you want, Chris. <laughs> God of War 2018 being so successful is going to cut some weird games are going to come out. This, I think, is the first one that I can look at and go, they're trying to be God of War 2018. Hey, if it ends I... up with more video games having color in them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really get God of War 2018 feelings you have, from it. You have the loot. My, I, I watched... I like watch for views and like there are those side areas. So there, it is structured kind of similarly to God of War 2018 and you have the big epic fantasy plot. So I think it's pretty okay. clearly supposed to be that. It's just so incompetent that it's hard to see. Like it, it fumbles basically everything God of War did well. Mm. And it has the Joss Whedon writing. Right, I was going to say tonally it doesn't match up with that in the least because this is trying to be way too MCU, way too bad MCU. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dollar store the Eternals. <laughs> that is the meanest and, fucking thing you could say about anything. What do you do? And, and it's unbelievable that Michael Kirkbride wrote this and Michael Kirkbride wrote Morrowind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When people are saying that, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to shoot from the hip and say that guy did world development. Mm -hmm. In the actual plot written by something else, they must, because that's what they, happened with uh, Forspoken. It's true. Where later we found out, yeah, my revision of the game's almost completely gone. So the only thing left is vague world building. Mm -hmm. They must have not done the secret technique to make Kirkbride turn out his best work, which is 
lock him in his apartment for a week with a bunch of LSD, right. which is what happened with Morrowin. I, I, Jesus. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Imagine if Immortals of Avium had Chim in it. And I'm not going to go is. into Chim. Okay, no, great. Good. <laughs> great. If you know what Chim is, you know. Uh, but yeah, Immortals of Avium. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I still keep in my head, every time I think of it, it's like, yeah, it's a another Square Enix $70 piece of trash. <laughs> it was, it was another $70 disappointment for me this year. So at very least I could be like, I see where you're coming from. Right. It feels he, like a Forspoken 2, but worse. It is worse than Forspoken. Yeah. Like yeah. There, there are certain elements of Forspoken that push brain chemical, like the dungeons in Forspoken. I enjoyed more than any aspect of this game, which is insane because those are budget. That's a budget dimension. Right. Forspoken understood I, that magic should be something cool that's like right, world altering. They made great value infamous. Yeah. Which at some level is still infamous core. There was anything in Forspoken that was cool for even a second. Mm-hmm. There at least I ideas also, were cool. Like, oh, what if I show a flame lance into them and it explodes? Like, and I, there's nothing I, even I, close to that. In <laughs> Immortals Baby wasn't even, like, bad writing in a fun way. Like... Like, oh, Frey goes home and they're, and Alice in Wonderland is at the top of her bo books. Like, that's at least funny. You didn't get anything like that in Immortals of Avium. Mm. Um, but yeah. I think there's only been one good $70 game this year. It's yeah. Tears of the yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, that's it. Every, every it's been really weird. Really bad. I'm, well, now, Jedi Survivor was 70 Oh, okay. That's well, true. I didn't play it. Bob played it, though. It looked good, at least. Yeah, it was it good. Much I bought better. it once I got it for 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a $70 game that was good. I'll buy it on Black Friday for $40. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm starting to get this weird, like, Pavlov response to $70, mm -hmm. where I'm just like, mm, maybe <laughs> not. And I, and it's having, a, it's, the $70 shit is also having a negative effect, because I now see games that are 50 when they should be 40, and 30 when they should be 20. Mm -hmm. I was looking at some games and I'm like, guys, you should be 20. You shouldn't have gone up to 30. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I'm sorry, but the, the, the publishers don't get to turn a magic knob. And now everybody's <laughs> fine with paying $10 more for every single game. That isn't how it works. You might notice this big thing has a theme. We'll see you again in the new <laughs> section. <laughs> uh, but I'm done talking about Immortals Baby, man. Okay. You know what I'm excited to talk about? What's that? Armor Core Motherfucking 6. <laughs> Armor Core 6 Fires of Rubicon is a really fun mech game for the PlayStation 4, 5, and PC. In it, you go woof woof and your master says good boy. <laughs> you shoot anyone who doesn't have $10 billion. <laughs> and then people go, you did it. You freed us all, Link. <laughs> and then you get the ending of Zelda CDI where he goes, yay. He goes, I won. I won. <laughs> And, uh, spoiler. <laughs> it's the first time he talks in the whole game. <laughs> like the camera swings around, the cockpit opens up, and it's literally CDI Lake. Yeah, like, there's the only human in the universe we see. Right. <laughs> and he's 2D in a 3D bag. Uh, that game is incredible. Now, <laughs> as... As a prep, uh, for anyone who maybe didn't tune into Armored Core Month, mm -hmm. uh, 
I love Armored Core a lot. <laughs> they nailed this one. Uh, if anything, I feel like maybe it's a little too easy. I'm sorry, Agro. I'm not saying any of this to me. No, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> um, I mulched this game immediately, then went back and did a second playthrough, and I almost got all three endings before this big thing, but unfortunately my fitness shit got in the way, which damn you. Um, and also social stuff. Um, they do... It's really interesting. They have, like, this stagger gauge, like some other games do, but different weapons do different additional amounts of damage once they're staggered, so you're building your loadout to maximize impact to get them to the staggered state and then balancing the other half of your kit or three force your choice mm -hmm. to then dump as much damage as possible once you're there right and the staggered state only lasts like a very small time frame it's, oh, not, it's like a it's, moment it's very very small yeah and it actually makes a pretty good like pace to the battles it really balanced like it's balanced very very well in that regard um and there are so many different weapons that can do different balances of both. You know, laser blades are both good at impact and damage in general. Mm -hmm. But maybe they don't go as high with direct damage as, say, two shotguns for arms. Where you just undo the enemy. Yeah, the t double shotgun arms. I've been using that a lot, too. That is uh, broken. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm which gonna, don't I, fix it. I'm but... going to need to double platinum this game before they patch it. <laughs> I've been I've been using a uh, double plasma missile launchers on the back mm -hmm. where I just see a bunch of enemies and I'm like you're not there anymore. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, there, there's something quite nice about rolling into a level with uh 16 vertical missiles at your demand and hitting the scan button while standing behind a piece of terrain yes, and deleting good? the level in front of you. I'm like, oh, look at that fucking sniping asshole. He needs direct sight, though. <laughs> Click. And, and, and sometimes I'm, I look in the store and I'm like, oh, I, I need to buy some new equipment. Time to trap Johnny Young Bosch in the Wheel of Karma and kill him over and over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, you know, true to what everyone said, you know, you do the tutorial, boss, and for people who aren't used to Armored Core, that sort of gets you like, hey, you need to be managing your movement. You need to be doing this. Like it's hard enough where you need to be able to cross this hurdle to play the rest of the game. And I feel like that difficulty increase is there for the end of chapter one boss. And then the end of chapter two. And that's the last time I had to earn it. <laughs> the, <laughs> in, the, chapter boss, the, the chapter one boss is really fucking tough, but mm. yeah, I, he didn't get he, he they didn't it didn't even come close to giving me the feeling <laughs> the which, feeling it's it's this feeling of despair that only certain bosses have ever made me feel and they're almost all in FromSoft games <laughs> where it's like I don't know how I can overcome this I genuinely think I probably can't and that is mm, I and I've beaten all of them mm -hmm. it's Orphan Akos in the Bloodborne DLC uh, the final boss of Sekiro where he, with his 75 forms. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, every, every single super boss in Hollow Knight. <laughs> um, I may, may be messed up on chapter order, but there's a very good chance, depending on your mech build and your play style, that the end of chapter three boss may put you there. I, uh, think... I believe that's chapter four you're thinking of. Okay, chapter yeah, four. Chapter yeah, chapter four has like what I would consider the hardest boss in the game, unless you... Use a loadout that's really well suited for it. Which I happen to be rolling with since chapter two. I, I did, my AC's doing the live sea walk into that battle. 
They're like, what's up? I'm so amazing. And I'm like, you are. <laughs> um, yeah, chapter two was the last time, though, I faced the boss. I didn't, I didn't even do it for the chapter one boss, but I'm facing the chapter two boss. And I'm like, if you make me try nine times, I will go to the shop and buy a gun that deletes you specifically. <laughs> and then I went and got the songbird. <laughs> and then I was like, this thing's great. I'm keeping it forever. I really do need to experiment with more weapons because, like I said, 16 vertical missiles and a bazooka is, I mean... Fucking awesome. <laughs> like it's, the, it's the first rocket launcher they give you, and it's slow as shit, and it doesn't home at all. And every time you hit someone with it, you feel like they're an idiot. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so you go to the arena, and like these jokers start coming at you, then one of them gets caught in terrain for a moment. Mm -hmm. And like you, in your heart, you feel that shot in every Gundam series where they split-screen both pilots' faces, and one of them's about to die. Yes. <laughs> No, it's that is true. That is really good. Uh, they do things. They mix things up on a new game plus level where there will be changes. And one of those changes led me to a situation where it was like, oh, yeah, if you're going to fuck these guys over, they're coming for your ass and they're way stronger <laughs> than you fucking thought. Uh, and that battle was a little tough for me until one of them got stuck on the geometry. <laughs> That was that was the one time in the game I'm like, thank you, thank you, guys. <laughs> that deleted them real we, quick. I'm glad we now have another example of like, no, if you, if you want to make a really great game, just take a PS2 game and scale it up. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. this Modern. is like, this has every level from every Armor Core game stylistically. Like it approaches every single thing those games have done before and just made them better. Right. Like we have stuff where we're on top of our ships. We have stuff where we're exploring underground. We have. All the different mission types. Yeah, the, the the mission types you don't get here are the ones that are truly deranged that a modern audience wouldn't be as receptive to, so they can put it in the next one <laughs> now that Armored Core is back. Or uh -huh. the evil DLC, because that's what FromSoft e usually does. Or the evil DLC that I so desperately crave. Yeah, uh, what, like, because I, for example, all of those missions in Armored Core where you're on top of ships like mm. airplanes and jumping airplane to airplane blowing them up or on top of ships as in in the ocean and jumping from ship to ship blowing them up and you will drown if you do not have enough generator or you're too heavy or all these other things that was the sort of thing they're like uh we're gonna need them to like this armored core don't bring that back don't. <laughs> yeah also they took away they took out Falling kills you and ends the mission. Like, that's now just you respawn. You take a massive amount of damage yeah. and then respawn, yeah. Like, thousands. Right. Um, which, yeah, that's really considerate. Yeah. Because the first time that happened to me, I'm like, ah, oh, I deeply fucked up. I you can... didn't boost right, and then I fell into the abyss. What do you mean I'm alive? <laughs> the only way I think this game could be kinder is if it let you get access to store mid-mission. Because if you get <laughs> rinsed by a boss, yeah. you can change your loadout before you yeah, load back right. in at the mm -hmm. checkpoint that's Which, so yeah, nuts. there's a checkpoint in the game right like, i i i beat the first boss i think it, it would have been exponentially harder if i had to clear that entire map even with the same loadout for the whole thing right not even not even just like even with the checkpoint yeah because the chapter one boss has like he is after a pretty tough ac battle yeah i'm yeah. not looking forward to because uh, I don't think I've said it yet. I'm stuck in the chapter one boss. Uh, I tried it over and over and over with my obstinate missile loadout and it wasn't working. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd like, I backed out to go grind out money and get some more stuff. And I, I bought some more stuff, but I keep thinking I'm going to have to, 
I'm going to have to fight that guy again before the chapter one boss. <laughs> and my original loadout rinsed his ass. And I'm not looking forward to what it's going to be like when I go in with different equipment. So, yeah, I mean, you just go in with that original loadout yeah, and then change, the change it to the checkpoint. The checkpoint. Yeah. yeah, no, it's really, it's really kind. I think this is one of the nicest Armored Core games because it has checkpoints. It has heals that come by default. Yeah, yeah, you, ha you have your Estus Flask. Right. <laughs> like, what the hell? Right. That's not normal. You need to be filling your optional bay with some fucking healing items, and they suck, and they take a really <laughs> long time to cool down, and this is so much nicer, and you get the OS chips to upgrade how much they heal you for. Mm -hmm. I, I appreciate the upgrade, uh, the OS chips, for people who don't know, if you go into the arena and you beat battles, you get those chips, and now you can spend those on upgrading various aspects of your mech or unlocking a few additional moves. This actually did a good job of making me feel like I got the customization that you get in Armor Core Nexus, mm -hmm. where you can pay to customize every part. Right. Like, it really made me feel a lot better about missing that because now I can upgrade energy damage, kinetic damage, melee damage, uh, damage resistance overall, healing ability, and a few other things, and also change which type of energy shield you go for, which is a huge part of this game that it has these different types. You can do the Vegeta explode with energy, but you don't turn into a statue um, <laughs> unless you let them shoot you to death immediately right after. <laughs> Um, you can have like a, a sort of conservative one that does have a timer that goes down, but it, it can absorb a decent amount of damage during that. That one's great. That's what I've been using this whole time. Um, and then there's one other one. I can't remember what the uh, third type was. There's two uh, others, oh, actually. There's yes, the because there's one that triggers when you die. Yeah, that's, that's the one I've got on right now. Mm -hmm. It's a really great last ditch. Hit him with the bazooka. Yes. <laughs> right? Um, and the interesting thing about the one I'm using is that you ideally are just using it right before you get fully staggered mm -hmm. because it'll recover your stagger to neutral again. Because not only do they have to burn through that energy barrier, you also literally right. get mm. unstaggered. So like that's really cool, but it takes you a second to activate it. So it's really if you get staggered, you're like, oh, let me pop my shield. Ah! <laughs> you just eat shitloads of <laughs> missiles and other crap. Uh, yeah, I think that happened to be like once I was like, I'm going to the assault shield. <laughs> we are dealing with this. I don't need to be managing, will they kill me? I need to try and kill them before that happens. The newest game show for mercenary dogs, will they kill me? I, I gotta tell you, every now and then I'll be playing this game and trying to turn and shoot and do this at the same time and think, maybe, maybe if I flip my controller over. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Do that deranged armored core grip. I've never I, done it, but I left the default control scheme on. I'm doing weird things with my hands to jump and shoot all four weapons and turn and yeah, all at the same like, time. Yeah, I, was, I made sure to early on change it up and figure out something that worked for me because I knew I wouldn't be able to change later. Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't be able to yeah, learn it. No, I'm like, oh, fuck, it might be too late. <laughs> I, I watched a, a video uh, from Body Video where he described he's got the, the back buttons on his controller. Oh, yeah. Mm, he yeah, he's, that he's mapped that shit to like ascend and a couple different things so he can free aim while he's doing shit i didn't think about that you have the ps4 version you could be using that back paddle oh, that's thing true. we I could actually be using the, the ps5 ps4 one yeah huh didn't even think of that but yeah what i ended up with is l2 does jump l1 does dash mm -hmm. r1's my laser sword and r2 is my uh like regular gun now if i'm not mistaken that is actually nexus's our control scheme it might be 
Um, I could be mistaken. And then square and triangle are my shoulder weapons because I don't need to be worried as much about aiming them. Right, mm. yeah. And also the lock in this is really good, which I didn't know until the like end of chapter four. Wait, really? You weren't clicking in R3? I or? clicked in R3, but then I moved the analog stick even a little, so I completely lost lock on. Where if you just don't touch the analog stick, it says locked on really well. Is that the secret? Yeah, that's uh, the secret. I'm going to go home and beat the chapter one boss yeah. right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, that made everything so much easier Fuck. when I realized that. Like, the whole point of you moving the stick is so that way, if they're dashing past you, you can keep up. Because no, they no, can outpace if, your turning speed. Even if they, when I tried to keep up like that, I would just lose lock on. Really? Yeah. Whereas if I just didn't touch it. He'd catch up. It'd be fine. I really? wonder if you huh. uh, got the quick turn upgrade, if it would keep lock on while you did that. I don't know. I can't get that thing to work like consistently for yeah. me. So I, I, I was, really... That's what I was worried about, so I didn't buy it. Right. <laughs> I really use it outside of combat entirely when I go, I need to turn that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> if it's auto-using it for me, and that's why I'm able to keep up so well. Because oh. it, I did feel like huh. it's showing the, the deaths for quick turn and activate, so mm. maybe that's what's happening. Fascinating. Hmm. Armor Core 6 is really, really good. It is. Uh, <laughs> it, it, like Chris was saying about, you know, it, it, when you lose to a boss, or you, you never get the despair. Every time I got my ass kicked, it was like, oh, well, I did a thing wrong. Go back in and do it again. <laughs> it's yeah, it's real fun, it's, even when you're eating shit. It, it's, there was this moment with that chapter one boss where I'm like, how am I supposed to dodge these fucking missiles oh if you my figured it out God. please tell me oh yeah yeah if you want uh so what you the I'm, I'm sitting in the shop staring at putting a shield the, back on my mech and just dying inside it's kind of you just need to run it down because the missiles yeah. space themselves out enough where if you yeah, lift into the like air and aim slightly to and, the right and then boost through it it will just like fly in a direction they, like, come around again if you're close enough to the ground, a lot of times they'll hit the ground instead of you, but you just get hit by a few. You won't be hit by all of them, okay. <laughs> which has been my yeah, it's okay. my You can take a, a few. Right. <laughs> it sounds like I've been doing it pretty much right. Yeah. Honestly, the, with, with the first chapter one boss, the thing that pissed me off the most from like, you motherfucker, I'm going to kill you so hard is his shotgun where he'll just pop up into the air and be like, I'm going to shoot the world's biggest projectile at you right now. Yes. <laughs> that shit's Because I'm like, oh, like it does giant AOE, AOE too. It took yeah. me so long so to many, figure uh, out what he was doing because he would only do it when I was between him and the camera. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, is all my health gone? <laughs> So many times I'd be like, okay, I dodged the missiles good. Now I can press the attack. Something hits me from behind. Bam! AC staggered 4,000 health gone. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that dude would just be like, I'm deleting you this time. And I'm like, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm recording this. Did you know that's good? I'm, I'm, I really appreciate that it's not like Dark Souls where you need to run all the way back to a boss. They never do that. It's just like, yeah, just a GI checkpoint's right here. Yeah, it's weird how medicated this game is. Right? Because they made an armored core game. Yeah. Those are usually pretty unmedicated. It's true. Like, Dan was saying this might be the easiest one, but I feel like it's the most consistently difficult. Like, there's tough bosses at meaningful intervals. Both can be true. Yes. <laughs> um, whereas Armored Core traditionally is yeah, you can figure things out and it's fairly easy all the way until it's literally the hardest thing you've ever played. Yeah, all the hard <laughs> things in Armored Core is the final mission of Another Age, the final mission of the hardest route in Last Raven, mm -hmm. and the final mission of Verdict Day, where you and me are just like, 
we're just not beating this game. And then a viewer is just like, hey, what's up? I can join you guys online. I'm like, you're trolling me. I will ban you because this is not a good time to troll with an offer like that. Right. And then they joined us and we actually did it. We're like, we're, we're We co-opt our way through this insane. I remember that. That was great. Because, yeah, the whole thing in Verdict Day is you're, you're in a dumpy tank. Like yeah. every mech in, in V and Verdict Day, they're both heavy fucking mechs. And then this dude's just pissing kojima particles flying all over the place and you're like yeah he's in a mech that's faster than an armor core 6 mech <laughs> yeah. it is it is so great in this game how you can either build like the the fucking mechs from oh my god i'm blanking on a popular anime macross Gunbust, way way D more recent D oh die bust the one where <laughs> the fucking guy has the geos in his eye oh code, code, code geos geos that's oh why my I god did we just because i already had the word <laughs> it's the one where the kid has the death note <laughs> is it yeah death death I, I can't i can't th i can't think of the name of this anime it's the one where the kid pilots the gundam <laughs> which, which one the wing gundam <laughs> Yeah, she's some sort of witch from Mercury. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I actually don't know what the mech design looks like in Kogeos. It's, I've never uh, watched it. It's really clunky. It's like boxy. Yeah, it, it's like boxy and spindly at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then like, you get, and, then, and then you get to the uh, the end, and everybody's in a night robot. Yeah, it, it does have that thing cool. where it completely shifts. Yeah, you can go all the way Good. from that to making like fucking Votoms and they're just made out of squares. It's, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that you can just put on tank treads on your Mac. That's, uh, I keep like, I love having four legs and floating around, mm -hmm. but I just, I go to the shop and I look at tank treads and I hear Eurobeat intensify. <laughs> The, the 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 four legs is what I've been going with because a lot of enemies just don't know what to do if you're floating up there. It's like, what do I do? I don't know. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot you in the head from up here. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm half a mile up and my missile lock-on still works okay. It's really funny. Anytime a boss tries that on me, it's like, ha, 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 I'm several stories in the air. You can't possibly. I'm like, I can get close enough for these shotguns to work. Fuck you. <laughs> a lot of them that do it are like, yeah, they flip slowly. So right. the grenade launcher is going to hit you. Oh, yeah. I'm no, sorry. it will. <laughs> it's over. 100%. I'm doing a songbird from the ground and then floating up and doing double shotties. He gets staggered and starts falling down. So it's comical every time just like oh no fuck what was i thinking <laughs> but yeah i tried trying the reverse joints which mm. are neat but the auto jump when you do a quick boost makes it really weird oh. so, I, so i just I, I suck with the regular legs the whole game the reason i keep saying this is the easiest armor core game is like it hasn't made me experiment on the build of my mech once huh my legs are virtually this they might be literally the same legs i did chapter two with huh on my third playthrough um, I haven't even tried the tanks, which is weird because back in the day in Armored Core, tank treads were my legs mm -hmm. because, you know, they one of the things that used to incentivize using the tank treads is that shoulder things used to you have to kneel to use them like really big cannons in things in I older armored core i think that's still a thing in this one the, the description for some of the legs mentioned really having to yeah brace to fight like, heavy like the songbird and stuff you have to stop for a second it's no longer the full kneel like right. in the old games right but it, it slows you down whereas a tank tread shouldn't 
Okay, like, I don't yeah, tank they, treads and four legs. Yeah, but they, they, they don't slow you down enough to match up to the old day no. instead of. Oh, I guess not. Yeah. Okay. No, that was literally, you are locking in place. Yeah, you're done moving. You're yeah. going to eat shit while you fire this gun. You're going to kneel but slowly. A, but it's a really good gun. Yeah, no, I love that shit. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine, it may be out there, but I can't imagine a gun in this that's better than the Songbird. Like, for shoulder-mounted long range high impact damage yeah i keep trying other things but it's the lightest most damaging thing and i have two of them <laughs> right and you can do it in midair and when you do it gives you this weird i'm no longer falling moment <laughs> where it's just like that physically makes zero sense but it's very funny thank you um i will now stop talking about armor core six and let other people talk about armor core six because i'm just gonna keep gushing forever <laughs> This will become a sports podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have that much else to say about it. Like, we've already talked a good bit about it. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. I think my two favorite non-VR games this year were $60 games that were basically or literally PS2 games <laughs> <laughs> released in a modern fidelity. Yeah. Is there a lesson to learn from this? Who knows? Who knows? Anyways, I hope Immortals of Avium is doing great. <laughs> I wonder how, how long before they're just like, we shut that studio down. Weeks. Right? There's no way. It's lasting until the don't end of think, the year. Although I don't think EA owns that studio. Really? Really? Well, I it's an sworn. EA Originals, which is right. usually the thing they, the branding they use when they get the studio, to, the studio gets to retain their IP. Right. right. Which wouldn't which make would, sense which if they, they owned were, the studio. But I think the weird thing was they did own the studio, but they still used that. I don't know. We have to. Um, they The way they talk about it and sound like funding was uh, mm. sought in the middle of development, not at the very beginning. They because say they, the, their, their thing says independence, so okay. they must not be owned. Good luck. Yeah, no, that's doomed. It's okay. They'll make one more games as a service game on their way out the door with Unreal Engine 5, and we'll all be like, they didn't even get to launch it. <laughs> um, yeah, there's one area in which Armored Core 6 is a disappointment, and that is the music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Old Armored Core songs are so good. They are. Look forward to Podboards. Um, it's weird because Koto Hoshino is. The composer on this one really it is him wow from the podlord segment <laughs> so it's the same guy and two composers working underneath him as well it's just they have a very somber and restricted sort of conservative sound to the soundtrack you know your garage isn't like you doing a dance rave and stuff which <laughs> is what i want you right know? <laughs> i want someone in the garage to say my favorite type of guy is women and i go okay thank you thank you dog <laughs> But yeah, th that's it, really. Oh, and the PS5 version should run well. Please stop fucking this up. Thank you. Yeah, I played the PS4 version on the PS5, and it's great. <laughs> great. That's good. Good for you. My box is white, though. So neat. Thanks. Yeah, I sure wish they hadn't lied. I'd have bought the PS4 version if they hadn't told that lie, which was well, yeah. the PS4 version locked 30. Yeah, for some reason they sure did say that. I don't know mm -hmm. why. Namco Bandai, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't. I I remembered that after I had ordered the PS4 version because I was like, it'd be weird for them to do that. They'd never done that before. Mm -hmm. Like at least not since Dark Souls Three. 
Uh, no, they didn't do it on three. They would be whatever before that. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember because Bloodborne technically has a frame cap, but it's yeah. also not smooth. Yeah, so Bloodborne would be at that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, like I could, I I could see because I'm like, okay, this is a really fast mech game. It's it's cross gen. Maybe that's just the sacrifice for the PS4 version. Yeah, and and then it just turned out it was just a lie. They just they just said it for no reason. They're like it for runs no reason. At, at roughly thirty frames per second. And I'm like, that's not what you said though. You said a frame cap. These are two different <laughs> things, my man. How long do you think before we get a mod where they put the the entirety of the Elden Ring map into the armor core. Holy shit, I just want to fly awesome. around that as the armor oh, core. <laughs> that would be so sick, man. I, hmm. FromSoft fans are deranged, so I'm sure it'll happen at some point. It would be really funny both as a giant thing and as like, no, you're the size of human. You're just an AC Mac. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Either if way, there, the there are a few Elden Ring bosses that I, I would like to launch 16 vertical missiles at at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't met one Elden Ring boss. I don't want to do right? that. To him. Yeah, I would get to that fucking motherfucker at the end of the... I forget what the area is called, but he has the two forms. He turns into the big wolf man. I would absolutely shove an AC shotgun down his throat. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that I'd like to just hit with the, the energy lance. <laughs> Which, if people haven't seen that, it's, it's incredible. You're talking it's, about... It's a lot closer to Gurren Lagann than you might expect. It's just this giant drill that you put on oh, your yeah. hand, oh. and it shoots lasers out the front, and you fly at them. Like, you charge it up, and then do a double stab. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I haven't gone and gotten some of the secret stuff, like the Moonlight mm-hmm. Sword. Um... And there are also battle logs, right, in the levels. Yeah, just that's completely weird. optional. Right, you find an extra enemy who's tough, and you get a battle log, and that builds towards unlocking stuff. I assure you that description of the first part there will not apply. <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to meet that person ever since chapter two. Um, man, yeah, there, there's another problem with this game. This is the mildest gameplay spoiler mildest i'm still gonna bring this up so uh when you beat the game it rolls you directly into new game plus there's no way to be like begin a new new game plus you are doing that playthrough huh. there are reasons you might want to restart that new game plus playthrough theoretically i will not elaborate huh so that's a little frustrating but you know what are you going to do? Oh, and there are two strategy guides on the internet on how to get the third ending, and uh, one they don't agree. So one of them is a fucking liar, and I don't know if I'm <laughs> angry at Fextra Life or IGN. <laughs> we'll find out when I do or do not get the correct ending. <laughs> Next time on Big Things Dimension. It is an amazingly modern experience of playing a game at launch, trying to look something up, and like finding, yeah, we don't know what this does yet. I, I find it funnier when it's like two people speaking authoritatively, not agreeing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I get it. The game's been out four days, but fuck you. <laughs> okay, now I'm dropping this. God, now I'm thinking of when I was reading how to get the different endings of Sekiro on the Factor Life website and how much of that was just like, I'm going to spoil the whole thing because I don't know how to write. That's what IGN did. IGN literally put it in the header. And I'm like, I didn't need to know that. Mm. I'm trying to get that. Why mm-hmm. would I want details about that? I'm here because I want to experience that. 
So about women being your favorite guy. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't do my hair like that or get those shades. That would not go well. (laughs) Now I'm just remembering your brother actually doing his hair like that back in the day. It was the aughts! It was the You can't judge him. He is beyond judgment. I'm just saying, maybe maybe he's onto something. Are you saying I should get those shades, gel up my hair, and get the crushed velvet shirt? (laughs) Yes. Okay, well, when I hit 200 pounds, we're doing it. Um, did anyone else have anything else they wanted to say about Armor Core 6 before we roll on? No, I think I got it all out. I'm throwing this in right here, right now, so it doesn't get forgotten on this podcast. Did you know back in May they announced, and we did not notice, multiplayer upcoming for Puzzling Places? I saw that, like, last week somewhere, and I forgot to ask if you knew it. Yeah. I, yeah. I retweeted the account when I saw this recently because yet another person contacted me. They're like, hey, I just got a PSVR 2. What are those dope games you talk about all the time? And I'm like, oh, it's Pistol Whip and Puzzling Places. Those are like the top two. I forgot to mention Star Wars because Star Wars is really good. And I'm looking forward to my next playthrough of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But those two are like, boom, boom. The thought of doing a 200-piece jigsaw in a two-man team is so cool to me. And that sounds like such a great experience. See, like that's that's how they're pitching it. But my immediate thought was like, hey, you know the most chill and zen experience you've ever had in your life? What if some other asshole was also there <laughs> fucking with your puzzle pieces? How dare they? <laughs> I'll kill you. Hey, do you have any more of this roof? No. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, then you just solve it like I did when I was in uh, like Little League Baseball or whatever when I was a kid. Um, the, the fucking coach is just like, if this ball goes past, goes your way, you need to get it. That's your ball. And I'm like, okay. It goes past me. Another kid runs up and grab it. I tackle him. <laughs> They're like, why did you do that? And I'm like, the coach told me that I Respect had to. Respect the zone. <laughs> right? I, I was so confused. And then the coach is like, oh, my God. And that's when I found out I take everything too literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, just wanted to get that out real quick. Uh, so I'm going to keep my ring fit segment really, really short. Uh, oh, I am, before you move to that, yeah. multiplayer and armor core. I haven't touched it, that, did you? It, yes. Um, that thing is room-based. Like, it's create a room, fu- look for a room. There's no matchmaking or anything. Good. It's hilarious. It, it feels like back on the... like. PS2 even did that. Yeah, PS2, Xbox era. Nice. Yeah. Oh, matchmaking. What the fuck is... No. No, I'm going to go to MSN, and I'm going to look up a room to join. Right, exactly. You got to go to the game zone. (laughs) Yeah, go to the game zone. Boot up... what was the Star Wars game I was playing at that time? It was... Jedi Academy. Yeah, it was Jedi Academy and the the Outcast. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That's the way you do it. Yeah. And somebody asks you, like, where you live, like, specifically what your address is. And then you go, I don't know what ASL means. <laughs> I have AOL. <laughs> um, Ring Fit. I'm literally on the, I have one level, maybe two. No, it's a level in a gym. And then the boss fight. And then I will be on the final world of this game. That game is very funny. I enjoy it very much. Mm. That is basically all I'm going to say other than uh, I went cracked out and decided like there wasn't enough momentum to get down to 200 pounds. So I started doing every other day 2,000 calorie workouts that take like four hours to do. 
we'll see how that works out. So far, haven't broken. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but that's it. That's... Yeah. I don't want to spoil more funny jokes in Ring Fit, so that's, that's it for that segment. Uh, hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? Did you play anything other than Armor Core 6? Uh, I was able to play a little bit of stuff. Um, yeah. I played Hollow Cure. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. That I, I actually played it right after we did podcast last week because of the pod lord who talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they added fishing and home decorating to this game. Yeah. Yep. And for people who don't know, this is the vampire survivors like... Um, for Hollow Live, yeah, right? Yeah, for Hollow Live. Yeah. And a bunch of other random VTubers. Like, and it's a fan Corona game. Stuff. Yeah, it's just a fan game made by one dude. They even put it on Steam now. Oh, really? That's, Ooh. And it synced with my save that I had from before I bu- or downloaded the Steam version. I was like, wow, it just worked. Cool. <laughs> they have people other than Hollow Live members? Yeah. Yeah, like Corona and uh, there's. That's Hollow Live. Is she? Yeah. Okay. There's Hollow like Live gamers. There's four different groups you can do- gotcha style roll from. And I assume some aren't Hollow Live, but maybe they are just different generations. Because there's know. JP, EN, and ID. Okay. And then there's a bunch of different generations in each company. Maybe it's just all that then. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's a lot of Hollow Live. Right? I was like, it's got to be yeah, different companies. Point, at this of... point, each like VTuber brand, just think of it as a gotcha game. There's all these characters you've never heard of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Always. Um, yeah. So I got, I got some of those other characters like... It just leaves me wondering what the deal is. Because they have, unlike vampire uh, survivors. What's up, Bob, they're trying to, they're trying to hollow pill you. You're they, falling they for the trap. I'm not going to Dude, go look. Your AT field is down. <laughs> we hit clip saturation on YouTube. We needed another angle. Yeah, this is fucked up. Um, Cue the, the Ava battle music. <laughs> but yeah, unlike vampire survivors, it is every character has unique stuff to them. Like, they have a special main weapon, and they learn, learn skills only they get. Mm-hmm. So I was playing this, this like, tomboy girl who shoot baseballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was a lot of the stuff duck-themed? Yeah, I believe there was the duck yeah, thing that, that happened. That was Subaru. Um, yep. The weird okay. part was I got a skill where she could arrest people. <laughs> she is also a cop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I wasn't sure if she was the cop or she called the cops all the time. It was unclear. Uh, Bob, she's Subaru, not Velma. <laughs> <laughs> um, they added a stamp system. Like, and this is used to upgrade your main weapon. So you just find stamps in the world and they give you lots of weird different attributes for it. And you can have three equipped to a weapon at once. And if you get extras, you can actually use them to level up other stamps. So there's huh. a ton of just mechanics happening that, that are making you be like, oh, I can, I can try again. Obviously, I just chose wrong this time. Mm-hmm. So when is this going to show up on the Switch with co-op? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, the fishing minigame they added was pretty fun. It's just like, time these button presses, keep doing it, and eventually catch more and more fish. And the, the higher chain of fish you catch... Ooh. The better fish you get, nice. and then you can eventually afford using the money you get from selling the fish. <laughs> you, or you get sand for selling the fish, and you use that to buy new rods to get better fish. And I believe the sand can also be sold or used to buy furniture for your home, because if home's also in this area with the with the pond you fish in, mm-hmm. and, and 
uh, constantly has like other uh, V2 or other Hololive members teleporting in and out as you fish too, because you can choose whatever you want. Nice. And it's like such and such is logged on and walk around and they fish. <laughs> it's like, this is a lot. This is insane for being done by one dude just as a pan project. Uh -huh. right. Uh, but that that was a lot of fun. That's basically all I played other than Armor Core because that I played that before Armor Core came out. I spent the whole week angry. I didn't play Walkabout Mini Golf. Does that count as playing something? I got. I, I was upset. I didn't buy Sea of Stars. I didn't have time. Does that count? No, no. Sadly, it doesn't count. But soon I'll have that third ending in Armored Core. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you're safe and then i'll just have to kill bob and take his ps4 copy so i can platinum it on both i actually don't know what's required for the platinum i was gonna wait till i did everything to look into that right it's, it's probably got some like do online and i'll be like no I, I usually usually souls games are pretty or like from soft games in general have a trophy list that makes sense not that it's easy but that makes sense mm -hmm. so they won't include online stuff heavily that would be nice uh, aggro. What did you play? Uh, well, after I went into uh, a FromSoft spiral of, oh, I can't beat this boss, and now I'm getting progressively worse at the game and can't even grind for money because my thumbs <laughs> I think don't the work. Term, I think the term is tilting. That's what I've always heard that term as. That, that's what Souls fans call it, but should they? <laughs> the, the, I'll just make it But the tilt noise is the, the flashing light at uh -huh. all times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I started playing another game that also has fishing uh which is legend of heroes trails of cold steel it and does instead of furniture you get really good accessories <laughs> that's great aggro <laughs> chris is a monster and once baldur's gate 3 comes out i'm going to constantly play baldur's gate 3 while thinking about trails of cold steel <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh man, that's you have close, ruined my life, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Agra's like, oh no, now I have all these really great games to play. Right? A you know how many of these there great are. Games. This is not a good year for that, you know? Uh, no, it's it really not. Is, it's a terrible year. Where were you last year? You should have been doing that. <laughs> then again, I feel like at last year's rate, that might have lasted you the whole year. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> fucking vita game <laughs> yeah i was like so you're playing it on your vita right <laughs> no i've got i've got to order my playstation portal oh okay cool 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 so i can play it with my feet while i'm playing Baldur's gate with my hands <sighs> uh i went to like a family dinner i was talking to my brother he's he, he's he enjoyed the hell out of Baldur's gate 3 he's like i know aggro's probably playing this and i'm like he's waiting for the ps5 version because his pc exploded <laughs> he's like oh shit oh <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no it's not great over there um but yeah he was enjoying the hell out of that and told me lots of stories about it it was pretty cool we had a cool time and then i showed him i showed him an image someone in the fan discord is like anyone who says 11 is medicated and 12 is far more insane needs to look at this chart and it's like some skill chaining thing for a samurai class, I believe, or some other class in FF11. And it is just this complicated fucking flow chart. And I show Steve and he gets PTSD. And he's like, I had that strategy guide on my desk at all times. 
to look over that, that exact graph. Yeah, um, there's a reason that World of Warcraft became the most popular MMO in the world very quickly because uh -huh. vanilla World of Warcraft was brutal by modern standards. That game would beat your ass. Right. Mm -hmm. It was more sober than everything else on the market at the time. It's true because vanilla WoW compared to EverQuest or Final Fantasy XI looks downright welcoming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like com compared. I don't know if people know this. Like, you know how in modern in modern MMOs, if you decide to do a dungeon, it's like you're and your friends. You go into an, a unique instance uh -huh. where you're mm -hmm. the only people who. Ex uh, that wasn't the case in EverQuest. It was just just fucking go. Other people might show up and try and kill steal you. You better take care of that. You better have a team on invaders. Man. That sure is a more interesting world, though, because of that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's sort of the energy that things like Dot .hack capture, where it was this really... There's an animosity the game structure presents yeah. to you as a player that makes the world feel more textured and interesting, but also, holy shit. Yeah, sometimes that old <laughs> yeah. Wild West shit is fun and interesting, and sometimes it makes you want to die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. it, 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 it obviously was bad because it created the people who made World of Warcraft. <laughs> that's, that is true that is true i'm seeing in chat monoliths off the dot hack game and i'm like that's the smart somebody give this man a billion dollars <laughs> <laughs> holy crap i would love if the dot hack ps2 rpgs had combat as good as xenoblade 3 now now i'm imagining yeah. it's like please monolith we want to we want you to make dot hack in conjunction with nintendo and they're being like Re-release Xenosaga first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can do Switch ports. No, everywhere. Oh my god. That would be something. Did you play anything else? Nothing of consequence. I say gesturing to my left. Aggro could be there. You don't know. Even if Aggro was to my left, I wouldn't tell you. There could be an iPad sitting in a chair with my direct video feed on it. <laughs> that could be a thing, but it's probably not. Just holding one of those 128 ounce jugs from the gas station <laughs> to fill with soda. Do they still sell those? I feel like they, they stopped a few years back because people looked at it and went, can you really? <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's no way they sell it's those. Based, it's based on states. I'm, I think here you can still get like the gigantic... This is half a gallon mug. Wow. Huh. Yeah, I think we, we don't even have 64 ounce anymore. I think it's all 44. I think that's where it tops out. Says man who drinks two to three 44 ounce sodas a day. <laughs> hey, Chris, did you yeah. play video game? I played a bunch of video games. Well, uh, firstly... I streamed Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people, uh, which was a real fucking mistake. Not oh. because that game is bad, but because it's like, oh shit, the game's already funny. There's nothing for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were even tweeting that it was to get people cultured. Right. So obviously. That is true. That is true. And, and, D there we go. It's no longer a normal playthrough. It's a react stream. <laughs> I guess that's true. Ugh. There was, there was, the chat was constantly full of, wait a minute, that's just a voice Dan does. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Please join us for Bless Blonte and Blub every strong bad email. Oh, That's nine yeah. hours it's long. Nothing better though. Every week I hope it's from a female. <laughs> But yeah, the, like the chat was just constantly. That's a voice you do. That's a voice Dan does. That's a voice Voxandra Voxandra dot gay does. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, people now think that's where the boys, boys, boys came from because uh, Coach Z holds up a boom box that says "boys, boys, boys." Huh? Yeah, mm. no, it's not right, but interesting. Uh, nothing much to say. They were funny. Uh, that was before Telltale found it, fell down the prestige TV, like, pigeonhole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, their tech was still bad, though, because I think there was an audio glitch in every single episode where it's just like, <sighs> oh, the audio is broken now until you reload. Oh, my God. Of course. And a lot of times they happened at the end cut scene, so I couldn't reload. Uh, and then I played the Rumisode Triungulate which is uh, uh it's called i'm sorry it's called it dangerous the rumisode triangulate uh, which right. came out on steam last month oh it is very new it's just these three little they're about a half hour long each like escape adventure games escape room type things where you're you're strong mm. bad as dangerous nice in their voice and everything still yeah they're fully voiced okay neat uh, those were also fun. Uh, apparently, they're, they're interested in doing more things like that in the future, and I'm like, good, to do it. They still need to give me the HD version of uh, Peasant's Quest, they promised. <laughs> Even if they promised it and saying it wasn't done and will ever be done. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. I'm happy people now know more Homestar things. Uh, I played a bunch more 30XX. I finally, uh, I finally finished a run on it. Uh, I was using a repro build. So it really was like, go, my minions, kill! Because <laughs> by the end of it, I had like eight of them. And I had the upgrade where it's like, uh, when you use a charge attack, they all attack at once. Oh my god. <laughs> That's really good. And then I, and then I also had the, uh, the arm attachment that gives you double charge so you have two charge attacks yes God, is that good? and i was and i was playing as ace so i just swing my sword twice in a real fast fashion and all my minions would activate and just vomit <laughs> shit at them <laughs> uh, so i have the first clear i haven't taken any of the steps towards getting whatever true ending there is because you beat the you beat one run and they're like well i don't know what they were doing but to find out you're gonna need this 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 and this uh-huh which I don't have any of that shit yet. Yeah. Uh, I was going to point out here real quick. That is coming out on uh, the Switch today? Tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah, tomorrow. Wow. In, actually... a, in North America, I think it's the 6th in Europe and the 29th in Japan. Ooh. Huh. Well, there you go. So if you're waiting for that, Eric, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I also booted Pseudo Regalia and played some of that. I did not beat it. That game's incredibly neat for mm -hmm. how long it, it took them to make and how much it costs. How much? Uh, how long did they take making that? Uh, it was. It was. The the first version was made for a game jam in March of this year. 
Wow. I love video games. We need to wow. do more of that. <laughs> Fuck these If you want to know, if you, like, and there's, you can tell because for one, you it just uses the Unreal logo as on your PC at the uh, taskbar. Yep, nice. And two, all the all the text in the menus is the exact same font I use for my going live screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all very basic. And man, you know when I saw the jokes about the only accessibility option is giving her pants, uh-huh. <laughs> I I was like, okay, that that that's funny. It, it's it's a furry character and she doesn't wear pants. That that makes some people weird. No, her ass is gigantic. Oh, it's in the yes. camera at all times. Yes. A really great design on that character, though. <laughs> I think the shit. <laughs> uh, it has really good platforming. I think the wall kick is maybe not great. It could be. It's a little bit janky, especially it's, when they're like that sure is go like, back and forth between walls. That it's, sure is like the number one mechanic to not feel great in a video game because so many different people do it so many different ways. Right. Mm-hmm. They made it intentionally weird. Which I can appreciate, but I definitely understand why you wouldn't do it. Wait like, a they, second, they like built Bunny it, must die. They Uh-oh. built it in like, <laughs> no, you, it's it's not you touch a wall and then you press the jump button again. It's you jump in the air, you press a button, and she does an animation that's like a martial arts kick. Mm-hmm. And if you touch a wall with that, you bounce off and up a little bit. Ooh, hmm, that's interesting. And you can do it yeah. three times per jump, so you can get you can get like the Mario Odyssey type effect where you'll bounce off a wall and then hold, slam the stick towards that wall real hard and kick again because it gives you a little bit of momentum to get up on the higher thing that you shouldn't be able to get up on. Yeah, the the other tech is to do the bounce off the wall, then do the thing where she flips in midair, which can be followed up by a downward stomp, but you don't have to. You can just do the flip in midair and that'll give you an electric to get over Ooh, something. Nice. So there's a lot Ooh, of yeah, weird so there tech. Is tech. Man... I can't navigate this fucking game at all. I'm just wandering around and like, I'll find something eventually. I saw them tweet there that they were working on a map and they showed up in Please. early images. Cause yeah, you, you need how do they make this game in under five months? <laughs> like That's I crazy. could only do, I could only beat it in the way I did because I did it all in one, one setting. If yeah. I did not do that, I would be completely lost. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. uh, the music in this game is immaculate. Really? I'm incredibly impressed with the music. Cause it's like, seven this is a this is a rpg song from the ps1 <laughs> like it's seven songs on that level and then one banjo kazooie song <laughs> but it's like the best banjo kazooie song you've ever heard but yeah six dollars we they some this dev needs to get enough money to be able to just be like I'll make one that takes a year. Yeah. Or even just hire a team to like I'll make one that takes 6 months but I have people now. Yeah. See, this is the stuff that gets me excited about modern game tools and like consoles and systems and things like how fast we can enable people to make things like this. You right. know, things like this and spark. Mhm. The electric jester. <laughs> of course. <laughs> figured i'd be specific there might be some uh, sparkster fan out there who's like i'm getting mentioned <laughs> no no and sorry. the last and the last thing i played was i put like eight hours into sea of stars how is that, that? came out on that came out well i'm gonna go into that um <laughs> 
that game came out on Tuesday. If you have Game Pass or the fucky the the first level of fucky wucky tier on PS Plus, it uh, <laughs> which will soon be eight hundred dollars. I hear. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's free. Uh, it's thirty five dollars normally, which caught so me a little off guard. I thought it'd be twenty five or so at most, and then want to thirty five. Hmm. This this seems like it's a, like unless I'm about to get like forespoken trap doored onto the resolution gloom ride <laughs> like completely out of nowhere this seems like it's probably going to be 20 to 25 hours long like the length of a chrono trigger cool so it makes sense to price it higher right um so indie indie devs we got to talk Play something other than Chrono Trigger and Super Mario RPG. <laughs> Play something other than those two games. Ideally, ideally, to stick the spoon in and they're like dodging it. No. It, ideally, pick some, pick up some PS One games. Maybe get a little Legend of Mana going. Play some Thousand Arms. Try Wild Arms. You know, get, get some ideas. Nope. Because, nope. it like. This game is more Mario RPG than it is Chrono Trigger, and I feel like they didn't push the Mario RPG element hardly at all in marketing. It was all Chrono Trigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very clearly we had the Chrono Trigger stuff, so I'm, I'm surprised here it has Mario RPG inspirations too. Like, it mm -hmm. even has the verticality of Mario RPG, even though you can't jump. Jumping is automated. Mm. I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, those recommendations, like the, the principle Chris is saying, Yes, correct. Play some other RPGs, but none of them he just said. Only <laughs> only play Legend of Lagaya. We need the true action combat RPG to resurrect in 2023. That game had directional inputs to do combos to do your special moves in an RPG. Yes, it was very cool and you could block and it would make your the space you had for commands bigger. And, and the main character, he, he does like a sparking sort of like, oh, he's getting strong. And he goes, Doria! and I'm like, oh, that's a cool <laughs> that's sound true. he's making. That's, and then mm -hmm. later I find out that's just a sound they make in anime. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a Lagaya thing. <laughs> uh, so this game starts in an un the most bizarre way I've ever seen a game start. Mm. First of all, it starts with the, the Princess Bride-esque framing <laughs> device of like, you're of like, Oh, hello, I'm the ancient archivist. I'm going to tell you the grand tale of this. And because this is the because this is a weird interquel inside the messenger. Uh-huh. Uh, if you don't know what the messenger is, it is an extremely Reddit comedy platformer from 2018. Yeah, I was like, this is in the messenger? Um, and one of the levels in the messenger is you go to the far, far future to get a MacGuffin, and the world has been swallowed by like Eldritchy and cancer verse goo and is like all flesh all flesh nightmare. Does the goo have a name that starts with the? Uh, the guy who makes the goo does because because <laughs> they talk about him in uh in in Sea of Stars. Uh, okay, but like Sea of Stars is supposed to be like right before that starts to happen. I think. Hmm. Mm, okay. Um, and, and this the framing device it includes this like may, maybe with you watching the story it'll change and that won't actually happen and the world won't end. So Which I appreciate because one of the things that had annoyed me about this going is like, well, the world ends. I, I know how the story goes. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, quick question. Is it Princess Bride or the never-ending story? 
I haven't seen the Neverending Story recently enough to know exactly how that framing device goes. It's okay. a it's yeah, it's he, a dude in right. a cloak okay. at a desk. Was that a library? in like a in like a library? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, you get that framing device, then you go in with the two main guys. Like, oh, it's our it's our trial day. We have to complete our trial to become sol solstice warriors. And then you do two battles. They sit down to camp and go. Man, it was fucked up what happened to our childhood friend. Let's flash back to that. And then you're in a flashback for an hour and see their entire life up to the point where you had just stopped. Well, why didn't we just start there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> huh. They really wanted those two battles, I guess. They really needed you to see the battle system immediately. They're worried that someone's playing it on Game Pass and will be like, this is too much story. I'm sleepy. Not this book again, Grandma. Uh, so the combat system's fine. The way it works is you have attack, skill, combo, item. You don't have a guard. I don't think you can run away. Uh, attacking restores a little bit of MP. You have very, very low MP counts. Like right now, I'm like eight hours into the game. I think the character that has the most MP has 13. Oh, yeah, that's uh, so much. Well, you be, you get it back every time you do a normal attack, and then they they say like, no, if you have full MP, drop a move, even if it's a random battle. Like you don't need to save your MP; you get it back every time you hit somebody. Mm. Uh, it has timed hits, and every special attack is a little Mario RPG mini game. Like uh, one of the attacks the girl starts with is is basically super jump. It's a good one to start with. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, the, the the attack spell the guy starts with his Gino Beam. Gino? Gino Beam. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then you build a combo meter that empties in every encounter so you can't save it. It builds up to three pips. And you learn combo moves between characters as you go through the game. You find, like, magic scrolls. We finally hit a uh, Chrono Trigger thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. That's, like, a thing I'd love to see in more games and feel like just isn't there. Well, Bob, modern video games have such large casts of characters that you can play as that there's no way you could make partner combos for all of them. Right, Bob, you, let you me know tell what, you about Link what? moves in like, Trails of Cold Steel. Of Cold Steel. <laughs> God damn it, God damn it! We walked right into it! <laughs> I'm glad Aggro knew exactly where I was about to steer the, the boat. <laughs> They're both just drawing up Tommy guns from underneath the table. <laughs> Uh, and then you get. Falcom remembers. Uh, I don't. I don't know how I feel about the combo system because, uh, since it empties in every fight, I'm always going to use the move that max heals my entire party. Mm -hmm. Like I'm almost always going to just pull the trigger on that one because it it's by far the most beneficial. Uh, you have you you have to cook your healing items. You can buy recipe. You can buy ingredients or find them. You can only carry 10 at a time, so it has, like, the Mario <sighs> RPG limited inventory. <sighs> I'm sorry, Bob. They were afraid that we would get a mushroom badge of some sort and then a bit 99 mushrooms. It gets so strong. I guess. Um, and then later, then a little bit, you get, like, the big mechanic of the game. I, I don't know if they're going to feed me more mechanics. It's been a while since they've given me a combat mechanic, so I don't know if there's going to be more. Mm. Um 
you some once you get a little past the first dungeon, you get the thing where if you hit somebody with a regular attack, they spit out orbs. Oh, that was in the demo. Yeah. Uh, and then you can absorb the character can absorb the orbs, and it will make any of their special skills stronger. There's up to three levels of orbs. You can have a max amount of three, like three tier of orbs on the screen. Or it gives um it gives it adds their elemental their element to their normal attack. So like the guy is sun has sun magic and the girl has moon magic and the third party member, I don't think he has an element. He has third wheel magic. <laughs> yeah, he 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 doesn't have magic. Like that that's that's actually part of the story. Like he's just the big guy. He has a shield and he's like, so, I'll cook for you. I'm your best friend. So he's like Robo. <laughs> uh, and the way that works is enemies will go. I'm gonna cast a spell that's gonna fuck you. Here's two to four damage types above my head. If you hit me with all those damage types before I cast the spell, it breaks and I get no action. So it'll be like, okay, and the, the guy's normal attack does slashing damage and the girls and the third guys deal blunt damage. So it'll pop up with like sword, moon, moon, hammer. And that means you have to hit them with two moon attacks, a sword attack, and a hammer attack to break their spell. And if you don't, if you only get a little bit of the ways there, you still get a benefit because it weakens it. Uh, it feels bad a lot of the times though, because it doesn't seem like there's like a lot of times in these, like I have four things. You have one turn before I go off. Yeah. Mm. They introduced the mechanic and you know, my brain went, Oh, it's just like Octopath. This is great. <laughs> and then I did it in practice. Like, Oh, this doesn't feel <laughs> awesome sometimes. <laughs> uh, couple problems i have with this game you level up way too slowly i've played uh like eight hours i think my characters are level six yeah what yeah you don't level up often uh characters don't have individual experience meters either you just have one and everybody levels up at the same time oh that doesn't feel good wait you said that there was is it just those three party members do we not get a third guy to switch out the third guy or anything not yet whoa and not and, and that leads into my second point. I haven't gotten a new move in that length of time for any of my party members. They have not learned a new move. What? That's weird. Yeah, they have they have the exact same moves the whole time. And it's like, guys, I'm yes, your sprite art is very nice sometimes. Um but you gotta give me more moves for these characters. I've been doing the exact same thing in every combat encounter all this time yeah that's part of how you build an rpg you have to be getting new stuff to do yeah right. like that drip feed is the point point. and it's not even just to make you feel stronger it's about to give you more combat options and mm -hmm. maybe right. reframe like how you're engaging mm -hmm. so, like i've gotten a couple new combo weird. moves that i don't use because it's almost always beneficial to, to spend the two pips i have one one pip move which i use occasionally if i'm about to end the fight and it's just gonna go to waste and then i have a bunch of two pip moves but the heal the healing is a two pip move and then there's two like we damage everything on screens which are almost never the right option but yeah on, on the leveling front it really does it, it's another one of those rpgs that like we're aggressively controlling how strong you can get because not only does it take a lot of experience to level up like i'm talking 25 to 30 fights which which are like paper mario link fights Ugh. Like a, a fight takes like two to three minutes. Um, as you level up, 
enemies will the same enemies will give you less experience so you it's like impossible you can't like get ahead of the curve at all it would be impossible and that that annoys me a little bit yeah i get that mm -hmm. i can't really comment on the story because it feels like nothing has happened like i i've i've had a lot of go through the mountain pass okay now go through the cave now go through a different mountain pass and there's there's been like actual dungeons that do have gimmicks and like uh like the the chapter where you go to the town of the moles and all the moles are panicked because there's a problem in the mine that that doesn't sound like any other rpg i've ever played no no none Definitely uh, no RPGs was RPG in the title. <laughs> and and there was like a science facility that had that had some neat mechanics and a neat boss, but they so I guess it's possible that characters I've seen are are these characters and I don't know yet, but they keep cutting back to like their organization 13. <laughs> but I haven't seen any of like the characters have not seen any of these guys yet. They just keep cutting to the evil meeting table. And it's like, guys, you haven't had an effect that I've noticed on the story yet. <laughs> I feel like they should, you shouldn't get a second or third. Let's, let's check in with the villains meeting table before they take any action whatsoever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Xenoblade 3 was pretty good about that. Uh, a weird night. It, like it's not even on the axis correctly is the astral chain version where it's, we're obviously say like, Hey, what's up? We'll see you at the end of the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I, I feel like I am almost at the end of Act 1. So mm -hmm. I assume if a bunch of shit's about to go off, it's going to be once I'm like another hour in from mm -hmm. where I am right now. Man, these characters needed better designs. Mm. They I just like feel the dripless. Too, but every, everyone else I've seen They're, has been weak. Uh, it feels... The best way I can put it is the game. Uh, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put the like the the title art in the Big Think channel. Sure. It it the best way I can describe it is it's a show you wouldn't know existed until until David Zaslav was deleting it from reality. Mm. <laughs> like you yeah, wouldn't this... find out this show existed until it was being removed. Yeah, this this art specifically looks really like that. Weirdly, the Japanese box art looks way better, which I don't know why they made a. Special Japanese box art. They're not Japanese Zev. <laughs> I, I just think that I just think it isn't cooked enough. Like, there's supposed to be sun and moon theme, and that doesn't like come through in their designs at all, except for their hair, kinda. Yeah, the hair and weapons. Other than that, not really. And you don't see the weapons most of the time. And then the, actually, their weapons aren't that color after you change weapons because it palette swaps them. Weird. So, like, I have the silver sword and the silver staff because those are the tier of weapons I'm at and palette swaps the weapons. Huh. It does a lot of things right. Um, except for one line, one line, which I wish I could ostracize from the game, which I wish I could just get rid of. <laughs> they have not tried to wink at me once. Hmm. That one line was really bad though, because the character said the word trope and it sound and like read off like some fucking nerd <laughs> article from 2003. Like remember the evil overlord rule list mm -hmm. from 1999? Like it's like the game became that for one scene. 
Hmm. <laughs> That's surprising because, you know, the, the messenger is kind of filled with bad indie writing. Yeah, the, the messenger is full of that shit. Like the, the, the messenger might be the most Reddit game ever made. It's really derivative, but it manages to, it, like, I think this might be the best throwback RPG I've ever played, but I am very critical towards throwback RPGs. Like, I've, I've talked about my, my, how I despise nostalgia from, for the DS many times. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really like Bravely Default at all. And I, I, I struggle to think of other stuff. Like, Bug Fables, I guess, counts as a throwback because it's trying to be Paper Mario, but it's trying to be a, a thing mechanically. Like, it's very specific to its mechanics. Which feels different. But man, I wish this game had a little bit more of a mechanical identity. It really is just Chrono Trigger fused with Super Mario RPG. I wish I got... I wish devs need to understand that balance doesn't fucking matter in a single-player game. It doesn't. Let me be strong. No. Yeah. You have to go through the content at the pace we expect with the proficiency we expect. That's why we put the songbird and dual shotguns in our <laughs> Give me, Give me some goddamn more moves. Yeah, I'm really disappointed to hear that you still only have the three characters, too. Yeah, that's it, weird. It seems like I am about to get... A, a fourth party member. I, I think I've seen another playable character advertised. Okay. okay. Yeah, the like Japanese box art has a bunch of characters. Like, well, clearly they're going to be on your party. And now I'm not sure. No, I don't know. I'm looking at that art, and it's, it's got two people on it. <laughs> clearly, this third person like, isn't even real. There, there, what, there was a character that I that was watching me, and then they. Oh, oh well, Bob. One of the you you meet this character who um is like a pink haired girl. Okay. And uh, she does the paper, literally the paper, uh, the Mario RPG thing of I'm teleporting all around you to look at you. Oh, that's gag. good. That's good. Mm, yes. Um, and she's like, and then she's like, I'm going to go with you and you can find these items and give them to me. But she's not a party member. She just sits in a section called cargo. Oh, come on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and oh. a lot of characters go into that. Several characters have gone into that so far and they come in and out, but they are not playable and have no combat mechanics whatsoever. They sit in cargo, huh? I guess that makes them baggage. But there is one character who watched me from afar, and a character I'm dealing with in the story right now is obviously them in disguise. So I assume they will be joining my party shortly. I'm going to at least get to the point where the story feels like it starts. Mm -hmm. Because they go, okay, Solstice Warriors, go do thing. And then everything up till then has been me going to the place. Have you done the, the demo mission yet? I didn't play the demo. What was the demo? Um, oh my god! You left from a seaside town with a bunch of pirates to go into an old wizard's tower and do a bunch. Okay, of... Okay, that yes, I am. I am at the area past that. Okay. Uh, but I'm about like at the end of the area I'm at now is when the thing is supposed to happen, and they've implied like these kids don't know about the the bad thing, the secret, the doomed secret, blah 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 blah. So I assume. <laughs> Like, I'll maybe get a new combat mechanic, maybe get a new party member, maybe get... The story will kick into gear, because it hasn't really started yet. Um, I also think the character writing's pretty dry. Like, you could put a gun to my head, and the only thing I would be able to tell you is, the fat guy who uses a pot lid likes food. 
No. That's <laughs> rough. Yeah. That yeah. Like I like I couldn't tell you a character trait to any of this because they write that thing where it's like, well, we were at the we were at the RPG Hero Academy for ten years, and I'm like, so you can't have interests or be different characters. Okay. Yeah. But I'm going to stick with it. You know, it's hard to beat free. Asterisk, 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 Jim Ryan robbing me, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I want to see what they were cooking. Like, I got to at least get to the point where I actually see one of these Organization 13 motherfuckers they keep showing me. Yeah, he hasn't said enough to deter me, so I still plan to buy and try this game. Uh, but those are all the things I've played. You know what that means? Pod Lords. Oh, fuck. Wow. Wow, Pod How exciting. Yes, that's right. The Podlords. Podlords such as BN12, E. Lee Broyles. I'm doing it again. Bountiful blessings to <laughs> no! you all. No! Cornucopia of Cursed. <laughs> Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro. No, don't use the hydron tool. It'll just show everyone how purple you are. Chris, no, you're not blue, Chris. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, no, I'm sorry. I showed a color wheel. I'm blue. <laughs> one under one shades of wonderful remastered. WTF, Spider-Man. Me before playing Armored Core 6. It's okay. You can do it. I believe in you. Me after playing Armored Core 6. How are you this bad, lol? Get good, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Just as all life forms are designed to return to crab, all mecha is designed to return to gun tank. <laughs> DFW3K. The blue GameCube is my favorite one. It's definitely <laughs> oh. a thing real human has ever said. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't notice the war start, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> this all went under my purview. <laughs> Even when things seem like they're going completely against anyone's possible plans. <laughs> oh, no! He's like, no, this is part of the plan. Oh my god. Oh, very different uh, <laughs> Bleach movie trilogy than I remember. Ooh. Oh that my god. Oh man, I like like that's it. That's that's the next Star Trek series right there. <laughs> I, I would watch a Star Trek series where Troy Baker was the main captain. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen 
seamlessly explorable, persistent juice of frost. Kyle Bjork. BG3, whack, AC6, whack, Todd Field is tight as fuck, Todd Sweet, Todd Sweet, Todd Sweet. <laughs> like I can hear him just shouting this at a conference. He looks very much in pain. <laughs> Ignore the fact every review says, well, you gotta play 50 hours before it gets good. We finally have Final Fantasy 13 2 in the sense of how long games take to become good. <laughs> Monster Hunter Ryzen and Raiden? One Piece has great scrimblos. I, I, I'm going to say that's distinctly scrunko territory. It does I feel more like yeah. that. There are scrimblos in One Piece, but that ain't. A square is a rectangle, but. <laughs> Cooper Tank. 621. I need you to tell me how good my suit looks. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> This is a whole genre of human endeavor that should not have existed. And for that, I believe we will be damned. <laughs> the Ochi grows impatient. He's held the Pikmin for two weeks. They are wilting. Please take the Pikmin. Indigo Sykes. Drive typecast. Trogdor! Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing the Trogdor theme. I'm too embarrassed. Trogdor was a man. <laughs> I mean, he was a dragon man. Or maybe he was just a dragon, but he was still Trogdor! <laughs> oh, God, that's really hard to do. <laughs> when you realize you'll be betrayed. <laughs> I think he'd rather fucking be betrayed. <laughs> This shit is why he doesn't pay taxes. <laughs> I like the comparison between him and that Elder Ring, like Radon character. <laughs> <laughs> a raccoon hiding away. Hmm. It, wait. It's so light, light skin, light haired. Yeah. Your hair's so fair. Shinji 16 would once, once again like to remind you that you matter. You are valid and deserve to play Armored Core 6. The Superman. It's me, Podlords. It was me all along, Podlords. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Wait, there's a chin scar. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Oh, you vile son of a bitch. <laughs> Well, there is that part where Jinkaria forces the guy to do drugs. <laughs> oh, no! Mm. Now it's coming together. God, now I want live-action Jinkaria. It's messed up. Oh, it'd be so good. They should get Troy. Yeah. Sarlene. Timothy Fister wants you to read Umi Neck. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like I need an adult. <laughs> yeah, that's the point of that character. <laughs> Bearded Joe, Pleochrome, Krungle Spum. It's been a year since Chris stepped me into the pre-order, but my quarter-scale Junko is home. Jesus, oh, man! Even I didn't fucking buy that. Good job, Podboard. Congrats on living the dream. <laughs> I'm a plant from chugging bleach. <laughs> oh, 
God, if you're under, if you're under like 27, this is all incomprehensible. <laughs> Today is the day, Gigaboots. Here is hoping we get a season two to see their attempt at VV Chopper, Nico Robin, and Crocodile. Mm. I'm excited. I'm insanely excited to watch this thing. Can't wait. <laughs> Arc Seaside. Noodle. Wait. Let's soak and cook. Also, I decided that I'm finally going to drink bleach. <laughs> Just going to say we don't stand by people like actually drinking yeah, bleach. Don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> dog. Yeah. Look, look, dog, look dog, 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 dog. And... <laughs> I fucking Saber butt younger? Ooh. Mm, I mean, a little, I guess. Thank you very much to our dog lords. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dog lords. Thank lord. you, dog lords. And if you'd like to become a dog lord, go to your local pound or humane society today and adopt a dog. They need your help because we live in a horrible society where the time they're allowed to stay there is measured in seconds. Uh, if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcasts. You also get extended content and cut content from other sh shows and content we do when indeed such things exist for you to be given. Uh, you also get a patron-exclusive show every other month where we watch a good thing thing and then talk about it and you get a commentary track at least every month opposite that like the other set of months for a bad thing and you get a public show of us talking about the bad thing uh so there's a lot of commentary tracks for things you might not want coming soon x-men origins wolverine <laughs> yeah Ooh. a movie that was fine until it wasn't <laughs> Yeah. Can you believe that's only the second worst movie to come out of the 2008 writer's strike? Uh, you also get access to an entire film. <laughs> that film being uh, Isolation 119. This is not a joke or a bit. You get an entire movie. It is movie length. It is a movie-shaped movie uh, about a man investigating the injuring of his brother in Thailand but mostly he just drinks beers and gets into fights with the locals and, and stares down like his inner demons telling him to kill himself in a Microsoft Sam voice. Uh, that's, that's very funny. My inner demons also speak in a Microsoft Sam voice. That's because they're mostly in Windows. <laughs> I think those are just, like, those are external. I think they're just demons. Oh. Uh, huh. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. If you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to tell your friends rate us on thursday rate us on your favorite podcast app of choice uh like this video on youtube uh watch our final fantasy 16 video and pass that around if it did anything for you uh it sure took a lot of time and effort uh yeah. that's patreon.com slash gb podcast yeah normally we've been trying to talk about what came out early this week before we go into the pod lords but i like the flow of just erupting into the pod lords so mm -hmm. but but yeah we finally put out that final fantasy 16 force feedback we did this week mm -hmm. let me tell you this is no exaggeration. It crashed like a hundred times while I was editing that. That was a night. That was a night. Yeah, didn't we? Didn't we record that a whole month ago? We recorded that a month and two weeks ago. That's why I'm fat in the video, right? Not in real life. Uh, uh, me too. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. that's, that's, <laughs> that's neat. You hadn't talked about your workout efforts you put in there, bro. That's great, though. I play walkabout mini golf 13 hours a day. I figured out how to play it while on the couch with a series of levers and pulleys. <laughs> You got like a weird like handle, wooden handle going into your mouth and you're just <laughs> yanking it. I'm like, is that is that good for your neck? Uh so let's talk about good news first. Let's let's come on over here. Oh hey, did you know Paper Beast, the VR game for PSVR one that is basically my favorite game on PSVR one, is coming to PS5 as both a VR and non-VR version. And cool. a non-VR version? Yes. Oh, On PC, shit. they call that the folded edition, so that way Double you can play dope. it. Double uh, dope. That game is really incredible, and the more I tell you about it, the less special your experience will be. However, it is created by the person who made Another World, or if you're American and a boomer, out of this world, uh, and it is fantastic. It involves an alien planet with fantastic giant quadruped paper beasts, mm -hmm. and your interactions with them are so delightful yeah i do not want to describe this game any further i felt bad letting tosh see a trailer i just wanted to spring it on her mm, not, not getting to play this was the one thing i regretted about not buying psvr1 yeah so i'm super excited yeah this game's this game's like really good so anyways maybe expect that on my game of the list uh now immediately to the bad news <laughs> Wee! um Oh, I actually missed the enhancement of add smooth mo locomotion to freely traverse landscapes. That's that's helpful. Um, they Sony's Sony's raising the price of rent. Disgusting. Yep, they should die. <laughs> they're yeah. they're a, they might be about to look really fucking bad because Microsoft might be getting ready to lower the cost of Xbox uh, of Game Pass Core. Mm -hmm. Because remember, they doubled, they effectively doubled it like two years ago by getting rid of the year option. And now you can only buy it quarterly for $25 a quarter. I think they backed off of that entirely when everyone got No, they upset. did not. That was a different thing, Dan. That was in 2020. They were going to raise the price overall. Then in 2021, they just got rid of the yearly charge option entirely. If you go to that, the website or boot up your Xbox, you cannot subscribe to game to Xbox Live yearly. You only get monthly and quarterly, mm. but they're not, they're advertising it yearly again on that game pass core page. So they might be about to bring it back for $60. And then Sony's going to look real bad. Let's cover how insane this is. The old price for PlayStation plus the core PlayStation plus called essential now, which I hate yeah. everything they've done with the branding here. Mm-hmm. And I continue to hate it every time I have to talk about it again. Well, it is essential because it gets you the ability to transfer saves. You're right. It lets your save escape the system before it sinks into the earth. Uh-huh. Uh, the old price was $60 a year. The new price is $80 a year. They raised it by 20 bucks. PlayStation Plus Extra, which is the in-between tier that's basically their Game Pass but doesn't have their retro catalog, was $100 and is now 135. That's mm. the PlayStation Plus Premium, a questionable proposition. I only went in on so that way I could speak to the value being presented and immediately went, I should get out. Was $120, which is a lot of fucking money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
it is now $160. Yeah, for what? Like two games every month that are from PlayStation 1? A grand total of, I believe, 25 games from the PS1 and PSP. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Now, and some that, PS2 back and bad, that's pe- broken. People are saying that there might be a state of play this month to explain all the great reasons they pulled this horse shit. Um, no, because I don't think Jim Ryan's going to come out on stage and tell me that my PS5 will now suck my dick. There's not a thing they are in place to offer to make this okay. Right. Exactly. Like, this is insane. This is really bad. This is, I will cancel my PlayStation Plus again bad. Yeah. No, I don't, I, I don't yeah, need I don't, online play that bad. In what the, the, the thing that really fucking frosts my ass is... The two higher tiers have a bigger price increase. Why is it a bigger price increase? Why is it $40 more a year? And like, tw- at least it would make sense if it was $20 across the board. Because they're stupid and they just applied a 30 to 35% price buff to all of these equally. And it is like, sir, your price originally for the top end was $120. Right. That does not need a 33% buff. You're insane. And if you keep this shit up, you're actually going to manage to lose the most handed to you gen ever as the Switch 2 ships next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, according to what I've heard, like in Japan, they're getting flossed on by PC gaming. Yes, it's gotten to that point because I guess if people are like, well, if I need to have a full console, I might as well get the benefits of PC, which makes sense. The Dojin market, they're very active. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, I could come to understand this if it was just the, we raised the prices, the extra and the premium because those are for suckers. <laughs> Because those are the sucker tier. That's true. I mean, Microsoft just cranked up the price of Game Pass because it's for suckers. Um, the essentials, like, no, that's a crime. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it was already bad enough. You asked us to pay for online play. Now you want us to pay even I, more. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the cost now, of if, the thing we didn't need to charge you for didn't go up. Yeah. Fuck you, pay me. Because yeah. yeah, so for people who don't the know, thing. the reason PlayStation has record profits is because PlayStation Pro- Plus is so prominent and it's 99% profit. This isn't even like me hyperbolizing. PlayStation Plus is 99% profit. I I need everybody to know, just, just keep this in your mind forever. Whenever any subscription service raises its prices, any, ever, that means they're stagnating. They need more money. They are not getting more users. Mm-hmm. This, And instead of thinking wow why aren't we getting more users maybe we should offer more value i guess we'll just raise the rent right yeah we can't do more things or realize that the number of humans is finite or lower the price in hopes that that gets us more that's impossible well that's also on the path but for now (laughs) we need now things we need a button we can just pump and then we get more money. Yeah, we, we have to hit a quarterly earnings report written by an idiot. So you know how people always think Lance McDonald's like trolling whenever he talks about things, uh-huh. like the PS5 version of uh, Armor Core Six not using the correct compiler options in order to get optimizations that are really fucking basic and every program ever should be compiled with. Um, he did another thing that is why people are skeptical. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm canceling PlayStation Plus now." And he posted a receipt, and a bunch of people liked it, and I'm like. It says he canceled it three months ago, guys. 
Like, he just trolled your ass again. Uh, yeah, I honestly think we should probably boycott PlayStation Plus because they're just going to do this forever. Yeah. The, just to recap, three gens. It was free. Then it was not even $60. Yeah, I think it was 50 It started lower than 60 and now it's up to 80 80 for nothing. Literally nothing. This shit costs them less than a Google Drive account does. They... They're releasing two new PS5s. I need it just for... Like, if it wasn't for the save shit, I'd cancel it. Right. Yeah. Which is why They've the save shit. They've got you by the uh -huh. balls. Yeah. Yeah. And they, the fact they know I've, they can do it. The fact I've never seen any game journalist ever raise a fucking storm about this upsets me. And it will continue to piss me off. It's like, hey, guess what, fuckwit? At some level, you're supposed to have one job, which is to look out for exploitative shit like this built into an institution in gaming. You should fundamentally be at least baseline doing that. For example, if Xbox was made with a chemical that gives kids cancer, you should probably be covering that. So when the system is being used and disabled in certain ways to make sure people have to pay rent forever, which I'm really sensitive to this issue because I've had not a lot of disposable income most of my life, it feels really shitty to just watch as everyone just ignores. It's like, yeah, why wouldn't you pay monthly? Because I'm poor, you idiot. You think I have 60 bucks a year to lose on literally nothing? Yeah, yeah, we play like, online on PS3 and everything before that for free. Right. It, we still mm. play online for PC for free. Uh-huh. You can play you can play a lot of games online on P on PlayStation for free cuz they signed they gave some kind of deal and probably gave Sony money like Fortnite, I think. Yeah, free to play because, stuff. But the the big thing is like the backing up saves should be a basic functionality of your platform. Every right. platform. Yeah. Uh -huh. I should I should be able to plug a USB drive in, say, hey, I'm even willing to go. If you're that fucking terrified of somebody cracking your saves and getting free trophies or some shit that or circumventing loot boxes or some nonsense, which you should not give a shit about. Shame on you. Right. Have it flash the USB drive to some bullshit proprietary Sony thing that it's not easy to pull shit off of. Right, even that would be an acceptable option. Still inexcusably shitty, mm -hmm. but with intolerances. <sighs> yeah, and like this isn't something new they would have to invent. The PS4 did this. The PS4 can back up saves onto USB. It's not hard. Mm -hmm. It's data. Just put it on the fucking drive. Yeah. And, and Steam, again, Steam does cloud saves for free. Yeah, right. all these features are It does are it without you elsewhere. even setting it up or to ever talking to you. Half the time, sometimes I'll boot a game after a decade on Steam and be like, here's your saves. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's incredibly simple. Did mm -hmm. you know cloud storage is cheap as hell? Yeah. Crazy. It's so frustrating to see them be like, we... We offer it because we do, we provide servers or something for online play. It's like, you don't do that though. You pretend that you are right. offering a better experience, but you literally are not. You're doing nothing. They have a mm -hmm. server that handles the names and Matt and helps you hook up to your friends. It's like, yeah, but that's not hosting the game. No, that's you running your console's infrastructure, which is implicit 
a task you must do when I bought your fucking console. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, guys, like, download speeds, sure, but I give you money for the thing that I bought digitally in exchange for those download speeds, so you don't get credit for that. Mm -hmm. But download speeds aside, you guys don't offer a better online experience than Nintendo, and Nintendo charges $20 a year. Yeah, I'm trying to think if Sony does any feature that Nintendo doesn't. I guess they have the, the share play thing where you can have someone jump into your game. It will pretend yeah. it's local co-op. But I think that's it. Is that it? I, I, Nintendo still doesn't do voice chat, right? There we go. Okay. Nintendo is archaic. They are. <laughs> oh, like, oh, don't you guys have Voip? phones? VoIP, that thing that, that even Twitter did for free for a while until it became all racist, and they're like, we got to pull the plug on this shit right now. Actually, you can still do it. You can still do Twitter spaces. Okay. I'm seeing someone post that you can back up console data to a USB, but you're not able to individually take saves or just do saves. It's literally trying to back up the everything, I'm pretty sure. Right. I think yeah, that's, that's what that's that not a, is, that's, that's not, not a the thing. same. No, I don't need to back up terabytes of data when all I want is the save. But who knows? Maybe there's an option underneath that. Either way, when you go into the save management menu, there's literally no functionality to put it on a USB drive as of yet. Yeah, the journalists should all be tearing them apart for this. I feel like I'm not seeing a, long, a strong reaction from them. It's I like, haven't even seen them acknowledge it. Yeah, th like they tweet, like there's one tweet about them from each outlet. It's like, no, it's got to be like not a, a matter of fact presenting it. It should be upset. Right. But that would involve having a spine. Right. And they all are just in the it, pocket. It's of these not publishers. even that. Mm. It's not even that. It's literally just, well, I've never had that problem. So you think these people see a price increase and they literally go, oh, it's fine. I don't care. A it's $20 that, after a year. Who cares? I mean, they, I mean, they did that. They do that with Game Pass already. They do. Like they do that with you should have a Series S and a Series X. But, but I'm specifically being like, I've never been impacted by not being able to back up my saves. Why should I be mad at that? I'm a game journalist. So never I never go back me. and play anything older than this the yeah. last month. That, that or just they, well, I, I have to have it for jobs, so I'll always have that service, so I can't even conceive of somebody not needing it. There are, the, there are these weird, like, this is one of those weird disconnects. I think, like, 80% of the time, game journalists and the general gaming public are more or less on the same page. Like, they won't radical, have radically different opinions, but then 20% of the time, there's just some, some weird schism that occurs for reasons I don't know, like what happened with that, uh, mad max game that's ancient by now where like reviewers hated that fucking thing but normal people loved it and it sold a ton and i've never been able to figure out why they hated it it was every ubisoft game yeah except made by the just cause dev so it felt good at all <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know uh this sucks we yeah. should all be pissed mm-hmm let's move on to chris's news hey chris you hear any good news uh, so, hoping to camouflage it via the uh, release of Starfield reviews, <laughs> uh, very explicitly and clearly what they were their, their plan. Um, Volition Games has been shut down unceremoniously. They are the creators of Saints Row and Red Faction and uh, Agents of Mayhem, a game that nobody should ever play. Uh, they put up they put up the press release that basically said Embracer said we they didn't want us anymore so we're dead now. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's it. 
Uh, it's sure great that Embracer bought half the industry and then went, oh shit, the Saudi Arabian government isn't going to give us $5 billion. We have to shut down all these studios now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They also shut down Gearbox Publishing, which also sucks, but at least that's redundant to things they already have. Right, because it's not Gearbox main, it's Gearbox Publishing. So, mm -hmm. Which, it, it's funny, I actually did one of the podcasts I listened to, somebody immediately called that out as something they would probably cut jobs from. Huh, yeah. It, it's publishing. Right. Uh, yeah, so on one hand, man, corporate consolidation is really great. On the other hand, every... What, what is the name of the fucking review site for employers? Glass seal, uh, door? Uh, glass door, I think. Every glass door you review, you read for volitions like, yo, this studio's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, who knows if they were actually unprofitable or if it's just like, you're not making enough money. Goodbye. They did. They did come out and say that that new Saints Row fucking lost all the money. Right. I don't right. doubt it either. That clearly wasn't like I didn't see anyone talking about that. I didn't. I mean, the, the literal financials literally came out as like it lost hundred million dollars. Right. So from that angle, I, I guess it makes sense that they're not allowed to limp along anymore. But you'd think that you'd be like, no, your your problem. Like if we look at your the games they released, their problem is obviously this, which we can easily fix with good leadership telling mm. them to do this and then forcing them to do that yeah who knows i like if if you if volition had been if somebody had gone from embracer had gone to volition and say here's unreal 4 slash 5 mm -hmm. you're not making your own engine anymore you're going to use this and you're going to make games roughly the size of saints row the third and we're going to try to ship them every two to three years that that'd work that would have worked did were they already working on this current Saints Row before they were bought by Embracer? No, I, I, I'm almost certain because that would have happened started after Agents of Mayhem came out. And I don't think they got bought to like 2019, 2020. No, just trying to think of like they were told to make this by Embracer and then it was bad. So they had to shut it down. <laughs> I don't think that's it. I, I think it was just man. Agents of Mayhem didn't fucking work out at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they were they were they were they were in the deep silver hole in 2013. So mm. yeah, they sure were passed around by a bunch of different publishers uh -huh. who can figure out what to do yeah. with them or how to get them on an engine that works so they can make a game within a reasonable amount of time. Because that's the thing with the Saints Row reboot is that they spent forever trying to upgrade the engine and then mm -hmm. they were trying to make it an entirely new engine. And it's it, it like that's why there's not weather like not good weather effects because they only got like one working. It's why driving feels bad. It's all this shit, and that game still took them five years to make. And I'm like, guys, this isn't significantly bigger than the old ones, nor does it look better. Right, right. it really doesn't. Like, um, what did what did you bring to the table with all that time? Physically based rendering, they said as they croaked. Yeah, this sucks, though. I really liked Red Faction. I have uh, one other piece of news that I didn't put on the thing. Uh-oh. So, Rugrats Adventures in Gameland was announced today. Uh, it is a really accurate-looking late NES-style game. Like, it looks like Tiny Toon Adventures or Trusty Bell or any of those really what? nice high-end 
NES games, except it also has an HD mode you can turn on to draw on sprites that looks like shit. Yeah. Ooh. I am seeing this now. Let me you throw this picture in the... Yeah, it looks like a boy in his blob almost with the hand-drawn thing. The Wii one. Oh. Yeah. So you can have really immaculate, great 8-bit sprite art or the go. worst fucking shit you've ever seen in your life. <sighs> That's a really good Tommy Pickles fucking... <laughs> Like yeah, the, there's a tra there's a trailer that is almost entirely the the eight bit shit because they know. Uh huh. Man, but like it it looks good. Like I'm stunned that there are sprite artists that can nail it this hard. Yeah, it really does look like Tiny Toad Adventures on the NES. I he's, grew up with that game. He's pretty bonk core. He is. He just is. Yes, frankly, right? like. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, I think the real question everyone's wondering uh -huh. is it actually coming to Xbox though. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. They just—they just say coming to PC and console next year. Okay. Wait, console single singular do 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 do. As PC and consoles. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We're good. Don't worry, but Bob. Yeah, think, we avoided think... an inspector gadget situation. <laughs> right. I think the worst part of this HD art is that Tommy has a unblinking, unchanging expression in that level of visual, so he just looks like a sociopath. Hmm. <laughs> One second, I think I have a pretty good image to show off exactly how that might look. <laughs> yes, he has that expression always. That is always his face. I'm mm. gonna have to go put this in the thumbnail before it goes to YouTube. <laughs> did, did they show any other characters, or is it just Tommy? Uh, yes, you have all four. Okay. Uh, it, it's uh, it's it's Mario Two style where they have different stats. It it looks neat. Uh, hey, where's the where's the remake? The where's the Unreal Engine Four remake of Rugrats Search for Reptar on PS One? That was a really great game. Who knows? Well, Volition was working on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't e I don't know if the, the the devs making this are attached to. Oh, it's it's a limited run thing, so it is embracer because they're owned by limited by embracer now uh -huh. right that was all my news there's yep. nothing else okay so uh hey aggro hey you want to talk about news so this past week uh Baldur's gate three their first full patch entitled patch one went live good title uh the patch notes on this thing were so fucking long, they exceeded <laughs> Steam's community hub post character limit. <laughs> That's great. I cannot fucking wait to play this Rube Goldberg machine of an RPG. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I went to it myself and scrolled down and scrolled down and scrolled down. And scroll down. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, there's a link to our website. Please read the rest of this insane diatribe. So, Dan, uh, you, you, know, you know Team Asobi, right? I, I do, yes. All right, all right. Well, do you remember last year? I believe we talked about this last year when it happened. Because um, it, it was an interview in August with GameIndustry.biz. They did a piece on team asobi and you're like we're expanding we're getting up to like 100 people and we're doing this and we're doing that and we're mm -hmm. working on our next game and it's going to be the biggest one to date yes 
So Sony has filed multiple trademarks in Europe for Astrobot as related to interactive software and video games. I'm surprised they didn't already have that. I guess they just needed fresh ones. Huh. Not really sure what the deal with that is, but every source I looked into on this was like, no Astrobot game. <laughs> and, you know, it's a 24-hour news cycle on the internet, so take that with a fistful of salt, but... But new Astrobot new game. Astrobot game. I would love to see them expand outside of Astrobot so much. Like yeah. Dave Escape or anything else is a more distinct art style. I have no attachment to Dave Escape, so I, I love every year you do, you guys don't get one. It's funnier <laughs> and funnier. I'm gonna hit you with my car. <laughs> I just we didn't but, get one for the PSVR two, and I was I was disappointed. Yeah, yeah, I would really love it if they came out and they're like, oh yeah, it's still VR. So this is Dan's game of the year, and I'm like, hey, don't say that in your trailer. That's rude. <laughs> True, but rude. Yeah, they could at least port the old one. That might be what the licenses are about, just getting the old mm. VR-based one onto the new VR. Yeah, because like every time I look into it, there like every week there's another PSVR one game getting ported over. Right, like like Paper, Paper Beast. Beast. Mm-hmm. Paper Beast is coming, I think, with like a Fisherman's Tale or whatever it's called. Hit today. It just it keeps happening. Oh, but yeah, there are no, no games there on the PSVR. No games. Oh my god! I'm just thinking about the hype ass tennis trailer I saw for next month, and I'm like, oh, I'm so fucking excited. Anyway, so you remember uh, speaking of Baldur's Gate three, how uh-huh. Baldur's Gate three on the Series S does not have split screen co op because the Series S is a boat anchor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm going to bring up the actual tweet here. Microsoft had posted about you know oh the 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 release of Baldur's Gate three on on Xbox, and then they replied to it and said to answer some questions we're getting. Uh huh. We'll continue to work with Larian to explore the addition of split screen on the Series S post launch, which for anyone who had parents means no. (laughs) (laughs) What it means is they're realizing the fucking door they're opening with things not having to have feature parity. Uh huh. Yeah. And they want to try and reduce the likelihood of, of, Two years from now, the Series S is just objectively the shit box. Man, yeah, fucking... they're going to pretend they're working on it forever. Like That's... this wasn't Larian going like, "Oh yeah, we're going to like no, we're going to work with Larian to continue looking into the possibility of maybe convening a committee to look into the environmental <laughs> impacts." Yeah, of... and then and then, six, and then six months from now, Larian will look at their sales on PS5 and look at their sales on Series and go, "We're done working on this Xbox version." Yeah, I um they really got a specific situation here with the whole not wanting it's really weird. It reminds me of like you would hear stories about Sony last gen towards the end of them not wanting crossplay at all. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they would just be like telling one developer one thing and then telling the smaller yep. developers another and this is literally Xbox mask off doing that because Baldur's Gate sold so well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, it's, and it's not something as secretive as crossplay. This is, does your game have to be the same game on both? <laughs> Start seeing like PS2 to PS3 level downgrades. <laughs> and, and only now, only now does my brain put together the family guy joke of the acupuncture needles next to the poison darts <laughs> and the Series X next to the Series X. <laughs> you uh, think you should keep those boxes next to each other? What, what are they? Man. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> 
What what the fuck is Microsoft gonna do if Sony comes out in like a month and goes PS5 light disc 400 PS5 light discless 300 like what are they gonna do I if do they get undercut on that dude I don't know because they're I raising the price of the Series S because they're giving it a bigger hard drive sure but it's obvious from the fact the Series S has been on fire sale for the past six months. They ain't making that tiny hard drive one anymore. So the Series S is going to be 350 Yeah, this, they're... <sighs> Good times. It is going to be interesting to see how things play out across the next few months. Yeah. Every company doing uh, the basic minimum they can to get our business. Uh-huh. Look forward to next week when we announce that somebody leaked a document that Microsoft is trying to buy Larian Studios. <laughs> <laughs> I have altered the deal. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> oh, Activision has partnered with a company called Modulate to install their AI-based proactive voice moderation platform called Toxmod into the voice chat for Call of Duty 2, Warzone, and Modern Warfare 3. Uh, the beta, I believe, for Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone launched yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, it so far only supports English. So they're having a an AI system actively in real time monitor chat for hate speech, harassment and bullying yeah which is i mean before before you open that can of ethical worms the fact that it's only english is amazing we're gonna have a lot of uh, vocabulary expansions <laughs> yeah, start english is about, yeah we in, are english is about to get a hell of a lot of new loan words <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, these gamers are so multilingual <laughs> Uh, this isn't here nor there. It has nothing to do with video games, but I, it was interesting, so I thought I'd put it here since I said loanwords. Did you know tycoon is a Japanese loanword? No, I did oh, not. Fuck. That makes sense. Huh. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Huh. Uh, it, is a, it, it, it was brought back by the Perry Expedition, and they started using it to refer to Lincoln, and then it got picked up by... Because uh, it means, like, great lord, tycoon. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Huh. And it just it just bled into the English popular like the, it just bled into business. So now it's you know you're a big business guy. Neat. So uh -huh. speaking as a person who gets incredibly mad when the Walmart self checkout thinks that me pulling my wallet out is trying to steal something, uh -huh. and then alerts a cashier to come review the footage. The very first time a computer calls me racist. <laughs> I'm going to have a heated gamer moment. <laughs> I mean, I hey, Activision, the, you better remove frag grenades from your game, uh, or you better have the best voice recognition in human history. That soft R, it'll get you every time. Agra, you look so imposing as a figure. You pull out your wallet, and the Institute thinks you're committing a crime. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, for a white guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was implied, just to be clear. 
The Institute is always ready to fire elsewise. I um, cannot wait for some, because they're not going to release them, for somebody to get in and get the stats on this thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that I, I want to see the breakdown of who it's flagging, who, what it's flagging them for, and how that breaks down by accent, region, race. <laughs> Like, wow, this thing really hates Appalachians for some reason. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> like, crazy we've detected how that works. you have a Hispanic accent. Banned. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, I, I almost couldn't understand you. You must be saying nothing but slurs. <laughs> right? I, I mean, haven't no, heard no, no. a recognizable English word in 10 phonemes, so <laughs> you're clearly trying to circumvent the system. <laughs> there's, only, there's only two ways this can go. And and one will become the other rapidly. Either one, it does nothing, mm-hmm. or two, it r- works really well and starts hurting their bob- bo- bottom line, and they lobotomize it, and it does nothing. <laughs> I keep saying this, like every time games like this come out, these games are designed the same fucking. We hired a psychologist to make our game more addictive. Fucking Skinner box shit is also what makes people act like psychopaths on voice chat. You built it into your game. You you built it at a core level into your game. You can't moderate League of Legends into being civil without taking out everything that makes League of Legends' game. So yeah. all of these attempts are always just going to be pointless because you're never good. Because to do it, you'd have to moderate so aggressively it would hurt your bottom line. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's it's true. It's endemic in certain genres and spaces it's, for sure. It's just this. It's just, just this thing companies do where it's like we can't actually fix the problem. That is unviable. What we can do is show motion related to the problem and frame it as us getting ready to fix it mm-hmm. and hope everyone forgets forever. It, it's what every large American corporation did with HR. It's like, well, we hired a third party company to do it, so it's their fault. It's fucked. <sighs> Yep. You can outsource fucking up. Wow. Yep. It's very efficient. Well, uh, I remember re- reading a little bit of them leaning into, like, oh, we're going to deploy that with the game. And I'm like, that's going to go great. And I didn't realize the beta was up. So it's already like out there. That's amazing. Very excited to get more stories about that. Bob, I hear you have some more stories. There are more stories. What, what are they about? Um, we got to see more of Soul Frame. Soul Keeper. Wait. God damn it. Uh, this is the next game from the guys who make Warframe. Mm-hmm. Digital Extremes. They had their own con, the Tenno con. Yeah, the Tenno yeah. con. Uh, they showed off 30 minutes of just gameplay of this. Mm-hmm. It looks really neat. Um, they got their own weird fantasy world. They show some of the RPG elements where you can like adjust the gear and also adjust your alignment, which I guess is your class. Hmm. That sort of stuff. And they show you throwing a sword and then having it come back to you like God of War. So much fucking longsword throwing. I'm so happy. It looks so cool. (laughs) It is pretty cool looking. I only got to watch the first part of the footage. and You're watching it in movement. I'm going, really? The Warframe guys made this? And then I saw someone do a stealth stab and pull the sword out. Like, yeah. Yeah, the Warframe guys made this. Mm -hmm. Uh, It looks like it. Other than that, though, it does look like it plays significantly different from Warframe. Like I'm, I'm excited to try it out because I don't really like the way Warframe plays, but mm-hmm. I'm, I want to see what they do with this. Yeah. Um, and it is still co-op. Like they show a good bit of like two-player in there, but it seems like a more, a less segmented world. Like you seem to be able to just go into like a special 
like you summon into your tent and you can do stuff there where you like get new characters they'll be there i guess mm-hmm. but it seems like there's some other more open out area which i guess well, they added in warframe yeah Adventure. warframe started getting like they they have kludged a lot of shit onto warframe they, and now they're getting to start fresh with a new framework and i'm excited yeah they, they were like oh you can do that you go to this dungeon that's um auto generated and they jump in a well and they're like immediately in there i'm like mm-hmm. that's really neat uh so that looks cool i definitely was checking out this footage there's 30 minutes of it yeah um and the, they have a very unique like world they've made uh next thing sui code and remasters delayed till next year right. or at least out of this year okay we don't maybe they're all the way off of 2025 i don't know <laughs> we at least know it's not happening this year uh pre-orders went up for final fantasy 7 rebirths we now know that game will be $70, which we could all kind of assume after the last outings from Square. Right. I mean, even uh, Remake on PS5 was $70. Mm, right. And they included the the DLC, which was there. Mm-hmm. there I think this, it did. Yeah, I think that was the idea of like, oh, it's a bundle. <laughs> which it was a year late bundle. Uh-huh. But, you know. Mm. But yeah, no, I, no, and no level did I not entertain Final Fantasy VII Rebirth would not be seventy dollars, right? Yeah, there was there was never any like that that now that we're heading into the no longer cross gen shit, they're just all going to be seventy dollars. Every single fucking company is going to do it, mm-hmm. except for apparently from soft games. <laughs> that, that's cross gen, Dan. <laughs> like I'm I'm convinced that when Dragon's Dogma Two comes out in his PS5 series exclusive, it will be seventy dollars. Yeah, hopefully not, but we'll see. Man, this sucks. I feel like I feel like Capcom knows the value of a sixty dollars game selling more copies than anyone. So maybe Dragon. But at the same that. time, companies are very susceptible. Someone else made it okay, so we're gonna do it. Hmm. Well, man, <laughs> if seventy dollars games didn't have this incredible stigma being absolutely (laughs) rock bottom right like they were just the worst yeah 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 it's okay though we paid for it to look prettier what's that the art design's terrible so it doesn't what's that we have fsr so it doesn't i guess you paid for nothing then you fucking tool and then they zip out the door oh no reverse better not have fsr i feel like there's no way right I feel like they would just use the Unreal Engine built-in <laughs> TAA, which I hate less mm-hmm. than FSR. What if you grab FSR? Yeah, it's it's and it's also like Sony's helping with it, so I presume it'll be fine. Yeah, I also I, don't imagine it's going to look that much different than Final Fantasy VII remake, remake did. Yeah, right. Yeah, which thank God, uh, compared to a lot of seventy-dollar games this year, that sure looked <laughs> way better, except for the skyboxes. Man, <laughs> right? Man, I. <laughs> I sure do already. There's and there's only been like five mm-hmm. next gen exclusive games. I sure do already associate it with particle effects that make it hard to see, and I wish it weren't weren't there. Mm-hmm. And these bad fucking AA solutions. That's yep. that's it. Yep. Those are the two things I associate with it. We really are kind of going back to seventh gen <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, but at least this time Japan has their shit together, so it'll just be the entire Western side of the industry. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we actually learned from Seventh Gen. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully that continues. Right. Every time I look out into the distance in Armor Core and see how immaculate everything looks, and 
clean and they've built these giant superstructures. Uh huh. You think about Immortals of Avium. Uh, I think about that, and I also think about Final Fantasy VII Remake, where it's like, why is there a JPEG that's 200 well, pixels wide for the entire sky? Well, Bob, you're playing it on uh, your PS5, so it's a PS5 game now. Oh, obviously. All right. You're right. That's why your <laughs> game runs better than my game. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. Beyond Good and Evil. 20th anniversary has been rated by the ESRB uh, for PS4, PS5, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC. So does, that's probably happening, but we don't have, like, they haven't actually confirmed it. Does anyone, does anyone feel good about this announcement? They announced it and just, there's so much baggage and it's just like, shut the fuck up, will you? I, yeah, I they, they, they really shouldn't have they spent like 10 years not making that sequel. And then the guy's no longer it, with the. How company. long ago was it? It was like 2015 or something. I don't fucking know. It's yeah, it's been a very long time. It's been a, forever. And when was it announced? It was an only announced in 2017. It's only been six years. Oh, it's only been <laughs> six years that it's living you know, on if in we this don't, undying. If we don't account, um, if we don't account that original teaser they did in 2008, which I think is insane to try and do. The game obviously never entered any form of real development there. Yeah, that was insane, but it's just, it's another layer of like, can we, can we fucking just stop? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think they need to actually get the, the old game on the new platforms. Like it's, yeah, that's I've never good. even played it. That's my like, blanket response to everything. But in this specific circumstance with 20th anniversary, the, here's this thing we very much care about. I'm like. You see, no. they need—they have to release this because they need to know if they should actually finish making oh Beyond Good and Evil Two. God. <laughs> oh no, that that game's not coming out. We somehow missed this. The creative director <clears throat> of Beyond Good and Evil Two passed suddenly, like two months ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Jeez. So I—I I don't see that. I like—I can't imagine we'd have—they'd—they'd have, they'd be trotting it out, being like, "Look, we'll survive. We have these games. We'll live. We'll live." They'd be doing that by now if there was anything they could show us. Yeah, yeah that's may true. maybe they will announce this uh, because this is just a leak from the SRB. Maybe when they announce uh, this, they will have a new or thing about nice. say about two. That would be because nice. that's the only way you can actually do the announcement. Mm -hmm. I when the day that was announced, I that was when I would go watch Giant Bombs uh, E3 coverage because they would do it every night, like we tried to do once and then realized that was stupid and made no sense and made us miserable. Um. <laughs> And they had they had the McElroys and they had a bunch of people. I've never seen an entire group of game journalists look at a trailer announcement and go, that's not that's not real. That's never coming out. Yeah, usually they bite their tongue right. and they don't say that quiet part out loud. Or they're this just was, too dumb and this, get fooled. <laughs> this was like twelve people going, This is obviously never coming out. They they threw away the chance to make like a a, a linear, rationally scoped thing that everybody would love to try and make another gigantic open world IP. And now, mm -hmm. and it's just never going to happen. <sighs> yeah. Let's move on. Yep. Acquire the guys who make uh, Octopath and a lot of other games like Tenshu <laughs> in Way of the Samurai and things that haven't Do been touched. Do they make those? Do they? Look, they made a, they made. Made a Way of the Samurai spinoff like a year ago or two That's years ago. That's true. Um, they announced a new game, self-published, called Ancient Weapon Holly gonna be on ps5 and pc next year it's a top-down roguelike dungeon crawler where you set traps uh 
you play as like this evil magical girl that has whip arms. Chat is now interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really sad to see them being like, yeah, we'll make a roguelike. Because that's what the way a samurai thing was too. It was another top-down roguelike. And this is more dungeon crawlerly, where it seems like everything's panel based. Right. So I'm probably not going to even play it, but. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, it's neat to see them self publishing, though. Good on them. <laughs> they got something. <laughs> uh, they should make a new way of Samurai. They should. They should make a new real one. <laughs> not should, that thing they, they did. Not that bizarre thing they did. Yeah. Uh, it can't possibly take that much money. Those games no. have always been insanely cheap. Right. <laughs> you just need a publisher to give them 50 bucks. That thing's going to be the new, like, surprise hit of the year if they just make a new one. Thor High Heels and Gigaboots will see to it. <laughs> Everyone will know their name. Uh, we got a release date for Aki in Street Fighter Six. She comes out October, or sorry, September 27th. So end of next month. Isn't it AKI? Let me hey, just check. Mm -hmm. They have periods in there, right? I, sometimes they put the periods, and I don't think it's required. No, oh. I don't know. That's not her name. I, whatever. I was just asking so I could type it and go. Okay. Um, yeah, she's the the snake girl we talked about a while ago. They actually showed gameplay footage of her now, and she literally moves around the battlefield like a snake. <laughs> like she does a little slithering on the ground, um, and like wrapped up around people and coils them it's <laughs> really interesting i think that's cool that they put this much animation work into it i didn't expect her to be that weird we put so much animation budget into these freaks <laughs> uh another dev studio shutting down oh me 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 games uh they're the people who made that shadow gambit game i talked about last week uh, they also did the Shadow Tactics series. They've been going for 12 years, and I guess it just hasn't been profitable, and they're closing their doors. Like, huh. Shadow Gambit's their last game. They're going to support it for a little while while they help their employees find new jobs. Uh, yeah. They talk about how the, running the studios had a negative impact on their personal lives, and they just can't do, do it anymore. So, mm. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you know what? Save that for last. Sure. We'll, we'll cover that last. We'll cover that last. <laughs> we'll cover that last. They released nine minutes of Space Marine 2 gameplay footage. Well, I watched this. Visually looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Like crazy how good it looks. Uh, everything they showed is a bunch of walk and talk, really slow segments. And then the the combat looks very clunky, like a mix of third person and uh, shooting and sword slashing. Mm -hmm. They don't even have the UI up, so you can't even see if the reticle is any good for aiming. Mm. And they end the whole thing with a teaser for the jetpack. So you didn't see the jetpack once throughout this whole thing. It's like, that was the only thing that made the game fun. <laughs> <laughs> the jetpack works, but only barely. So it gets to go in at the very end. Uh, so that, that was kind of disappointing. Maybe it'll do something for other people, but that, it looks really yeah, pretty. It, it, it looks about like space Marine one, which was like, yeah, this is, this is fine. If you want to, if you want to see gore for like 10 hours and, <laughs> and, and chainsaw guys, uh, I would say it's, it's better than every gears game, but, but two <laughs> <laughs> damn. Uh, and probably judgment judgment's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Judgment was fine. 
Yeah. Other, like a lot of Gears games, have to be like ignoring some of the story stuff. Yeah, ignoring the story. <laughs> Well, the, well, my brain well, Space Marine is, is a Warhammer 40k game, so it's going to be on the exact same level of we are the most meat-headed shit you've ever seen. You're playing as an Ultramarine, which are like the meathead of meathead mm -hmm. Space Marine chapters. So it's, it fires on about them. It's, it's basically the Gears story, but there's more cathedrals. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was the one thing I wish Gears had more of. Uh, we got a date for the PlayStation Portal. Mm -hmm. not mm. portable no portal that came out in 2005 uh it comes out november 15th and you can go pre-order on the playstation direct website right now but oh cool can i pre-order anywhere else I, I not that i saw oh uh, you can only pre-order one though it's the the demand's too high like you can't pre-order more than one that feels like something that's just <laughs> built into the store because scalping was so bad on the ps5 <laughs> yeah it's true. yeah COVID era yeah uh I get that Wario 64 was doing a funny joke where he called it the PSP because it uh -huh. has the same acronym. I saw a lot of people quote tweeting that like, wait, there's a Sony portable. Oh, God. So congratulations. Already having the exact problem we all said it would have. Yep. Yep. It only took uh... it being removed from the vector you see it presented in by one degree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it makes you wish you worked at GameStop again. Huh? Oh, so much. Yippee. I think someone in the comments section for either last week's big thing or the one before that was saying that remote play from other locations will work on PlayStation Portal. I wasn't sure of that. The way they always presented it, it sounded like it needed to be on your home network yeah, with it, your PS5. Right. Like it sounded it was like they specifically said it would not do right. that. But the thing is remote play yeah, you, did you, do that. Mm -hmm. Right. That was That's my understanding of the Portal is it streams as long as you're on Wi-Fi, it'll stream from anywhere. Well, see, clearly we're all very confused about this. I should buy one. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna go pre order. No! <laughs> uh we got a super mario brothers wonder direct one direct one direct yes oh neater i'm wondering why they did this <laughs> as always these are done before the game comes out so it can spoil almost everything in the game right that's the point right so I'm not going to say everything that was in direct, but I'll, I'll point in some highlights. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I didn't care about this game before, and I do now. Right. Great. They're like, that's... here's all the shit that said it. I'm like, oh, there's shit in it. Cool. Right. Yeah. No, they showed a lot of really interesting looking yeah, stuff. They did. Uh, Bob, what's your what's your top four things? I, I don't know how many are here that are in the trailer. Uh, we see the Nabbit in it. That's true. Uh, he will be playable, and so will Yoshi, and they're both easy mode where you don't take any damage. Interesting. Um, okay. And Yoshi even has a flare jump. Nabbit doesn't. So he's like the mid-range easy mode, and Yoshi's <laughs> the super easy mode. Uh, all the other characters play the same, so we aren't seeing like Mario 2 thing where they have different stats. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little disappointing. Yeah. But the, to kind of compensate for that, they have the badge system. Yeah. Which is a bunch of different unique moves that you can just equip when you go into the battle or the, the battle, the, the stage. Like they show a grappling hook. <laughs> They show uh, using your hat to float. Luigi um, has been equipped with the power of Sanito. <laughs> <laughs> they have like faster swimming and all sorts of just a ton of really neat ideas. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like there'll be different ways to unlock these throughout the game. Like there'll be some that are super, or there are challenges that you do to get them and others that are just, there's a shop to go buy them. Mm -hmm. Like all this stuff really seems like Nintendo went, we're not going to make another 2D Mario until we have enough cool new stuff to put in it. 
and they've just been piling this shit in a drawer somewhere oh, yeah. for the last 10 years. Yeah, and it literally has been near that number because Super Mario Bros. U came out, or new Super Mario Bros. U came out so long ago. Right. And they only ported that to the Switch. We haven't had yeah, like a that new didn't, 2D game That didn't mark. add stuff. Right. So obviously it's even been, since That then, game came out at launch with the Wii U. It's been 11 years. Right. So they, they've had... Mario. They've had time. <laughs> yeah. They, they showed a lot of the new uh, power-ups you get, which are really cool, like a drill suit where you, like, you have a drill mm. on your head and you mm-hmm. can drill into the ceiling. Uh, but... Uh, they also showed the live player shadows, which is like Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> Where you see other people on the internet playing, like ghosts of them at all times on the world map and in stage. And just running around. And they can even revive you if you die. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is like Dark Souls. It's a live interactive shadow, not just a replay. Because as no, I'm not reading replay. this recap here, I'm just like... That's a fucking speedrun record. That's just a ghost. No. That's, that was in Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is not that. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, that actually sounds really sick. It, it looked really neat. And you can also make a room with your friends so you can just do that that sort of thing online. I guess all of them will display these ghosts next to each other because you don't interact with each other. Oh, that's really good. Mm. Um, and there are some levels you can do as a race and other levels you can just play through normally. I think it just pops up in the middle of the level. Like you hit the race block and it starts the race section. Okay. That, yeah, that does sound like what, it, what they were trying to show. Like sometimes you got to get to the pole or grab the seed or beat a boss. This game sounds good. It does. Yeah. <laughs> e- e- like I enjoy 2D Sonic more than 2D Mario. And I'm like, I, I might get this one instead. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that new 2D Sonic hasn't yeah. shown me as much stuff to be excited about. If it had released it any other year, it would have been. Oh, yeah. It would have been incredible. It said it's like the same day as this. Fucking yeah, God. I think it is literally the same day. And, and Nintendo has that voucher shit. So I'm like, well, I'm buying Super Mario RPG anyway. Oh, no. oh God. They still have the voucher? That's still. Yeah, that's how I, I'm pretty sure they're still doing. But wait, shit. Isn't, isn't Super Mario RPG remake 50 instead of 60 even? I thought that game was actually a lower MSRP, which was kind of staggering. I don't remember because they do that sometimes. Yeah, they did that for something. It might have been that. Mm. Okay, people. No, are... it's sixty. Okay, at, so so right yeah, now. then that makes perfect sense for the voucher, right? I still have the second half of mine from Tears. So cool. I used my second half from Tears on Skyward Sword. We doubled up on Zelda. <laughs> I used mine to get bayoneted and pretend that game was cheaper than it was. <laughs> I was like, wait, what did I use mine on? Oh, the Advance Wars remake. Now I'm thinking about that again and sad that it wasn't better. <laughs> yeah. They also announced a new OLED uh, Switch. Yeah, they sure did. Yep. They'll keep doing it, Agro. Yep. It's a nice, beautiful. It really is good looking. It's yeah. Mario the red. The, f- the coins on the inside. It's it's so that pretty. That is the fucked up part. That's the the <laughs> coins on the inside. Like you're gonna get some Nintendo fan to buy a whole new Switch because of that. Yeah, yeah, you will. And it's because it's really cool. Yep. Uh, Bob, we have to tell them the thing I haven't said on content because the moment it becomes Gigaboot's lore. Now it's a real struggle, and cosmic entities will vie for the fate of my future. Okay. As you know, my Switch is dying from all the ring fit I'm playing. Yes, I hear it. Every day is a threat that it will croak. I turn it on, and it is to keep up with ring fit at all. 
Mm-hmm. There are too many Switch games coming out this year. I'm worried no. it will not see it out. Oh, that's true. I, mine's, I also do... a la- mine's also a launch Switch, so I'm also worried from that same angle. Yeah, I don't want to buy a Switch in 2023. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mine gave up in the first, like, so under the warranty, so I was able to get them repaired, and it's been really good since. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Because I got Super Mario RPG, we got that WarioWare coming, which was the $50 game, by the way. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jeff, for looking that up. And then there's also Super Mario Dr- the Wonder. Yeah. And I feel like there's another game I'm not even remembering. Oh, yeah, Luigi's Mansion next year. Yeah. At least oh, that's yeah. next year. Do, yeah. You, yeah. do you think they're going to make a switch for Luigi's Mansion? Probably not. Yes, probably. <laughs> it's the bad Luigi's Mansion, though. Do you think it's going to be purple for no fucking reason? Yes. Man. Yeah, it probably will be purple, Agro. A, a WarioWare switch would be really good. That'd be tempting. A Super Mario, a Super Mario RPG switch would be immaculate. Oh. Dan would kneel for that for sure. Yeah, Neil, I would fold. I would crumple. <laughs> it just, it just, it just has Gino's color scheme, and it's over. Oh, <laughs> it just. It has Gino's face on the back drum like a Looney Tune, completely fat, flat perspective, just smiling and screaming. And I'm like, I need this. <laughs> Man. Okay, Bob, you can finally talk about it. What is our final news story of the day? Elder Scrolls 6, announced in 2018, has now officially entered early development. At least they make it a little more clear in the article that they mean full production, not pre-production. If they meant pre-production, I'd be, oh God, we're not seeing this game till 2032. Mm-hmm. Still possible. Yeah, it's, it's still like even Microsoft said, yeah, it's about five plus years out. Yeah. God, five plus. Yeah. You don't need to make this the size of Starfield. It's a fucking fantasy game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Todd, I'm sorry. This, I this is supposedly going to be the last game Todd Howard makes before he retires, so I'm sure he wants to cast the grandest spell he can. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. But if you want a moderate size one of these anytime soon, you better start liking how avowed looks. <laughs> Man. God, it's so fun being ve- right about avowed. It is. <laughs> there's, a, there's a very bizarre, lo- there's a very real likelihood that Elder Scrolls 6 ships after Xbox is done. If yeah. that happens, mm. that'll be a crazy timeline. There are so many things down that road. Just like the whole, what happens if Sony releases a $300 PS5? Many disastrous things and good things will come of such disarray. But I think that's it, right? That's it for news? Yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think anything else. Like, okay. I, I want to say one thing. Okay. So it's part of the Gigaboots lore that they do a theme month and then a new game in the series is announced. Because that's happened several times <laughs> after now. It has. Yes. Uh, I had a really unpleasant realization. Uh-huh. Uh, I played all the Saints Row games and Agents of Mayhem earlier this year. Uh-huh. And now Volition is dead. <laughs> uh, I just finished playing all the modern Bioware games and they fired every single writer, including more <laughs> since last time. 
so so we have the two we have the side of life which is dan and bob and the side of the seemingly death which is me where if i play every game in the franchise that studio is just gone forever as soon as, as soon as that happens it, as soon okay. as i'm done it, I, it's, i'm sure that it's, people make new tomb raider fine right nothing's going wrong oh, over no. there they're oh, fine for now. that one. Oh no, they're so fucked. It's so over. <laughs> so when's the Assassin's Creed marathon? Chris, I'd, I'd, I'd like to interest you in the Ninja Theory Month initiative. <laughs> <laughs> that would make involve playing enslaved. But that's funny. <laughs> but, no, it's really bad. Uncharted. You, you know. You know what's great though. This is all happening because of the karmic balance of how you stream. See, you don't have death streams. You have life streams. <laughs> and death comes from them. <laughs> also, I couldn't, I couldn't play Heavenly Sword because I don't think I have a working PS3 anymore. <laughs> I thought this was going to be because I don't think my fingers would just keep going on like that. At some point, they would just stop, and I would have to respect that. Are you uh, saying the magic's coming out of balance with this, so we need to get the gargoyles to come suck it or something? <laughs> <laughs> the trolls need to come up out of the tray, the cave, and start helping it. Quick, shove these games in your hole. <laughs> Jim Ryan? <laughs> Wait, these are all Horizon. Pay me! <laughs> Well, uh, that's going to do it for Big Thing this week. Uh, look forward to Wolverine at some point. And also, tomorrow, we're playing Crash 4, a video Woo! game that playing it in a stream format will keep me from beating a level and going insane every level trying to get everything in the level. It will be an interesting experience. And uh, I really enjoyed what I did play of Crash 4, so that's going to be... That's going to be pretty good. If that game is as long as it says it is, then that should be a pretty good stream. Yeah. But if it's shorter, I'm going to be sad. If we beat that game in seven hours, I'm going to be sad. Yeah, you, 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 might, or you might be a crash professional. Uh, a crash professional? <laughs> is that like a professional? Like, like Splatoon? Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, what is this, a subway term? Yes. <laughs> Hey, Agra, what are you doing in the next week? Uh, I'm going to try and put my big boy pants on and <laughs> finish AC6. That's cool. I'm so proud of you. And maybe we'll figure out the audio problem, which is why you're here in person. <laughs> but nobody knows. Nobody actually knows that because he's hidden by me. <laughs> I keep seeing people in chat think they're going crazy. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Chris, what are you what are you killing next? <laughs> On Sunday, 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 I will stream Goodbye Volcano oh High, God, a game that came out on Tuesday, a game that was announced at the first. Here's the PS5 show. We were all baffled. Uh, they fired their writer for reasons I won't go into that seemed petty and backstabby and snake like. And then the game got delayed for three years, and now it came out on top of Starfield in AC6. <laughs> so on Sunday, 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 <sighs> I will stream Goodbye Volcano High. Now, we said that thing earlier about, like, you played a funny, you played the Strong Bad game, and it was so funny that it became less of a playthrough and more of a react stream. Don't you think you'll have the same thing happen with Volcano High? <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm terrified of that game. Yeah, fair. <laughs> 
What if it's amazing? <laughs> I guess this we'll game of the year week. will get really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom versus Jigsaw in VR versus giant teenage dinosaurs. Now, I don't want to say like 13 Sentinels, but, but. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's it. We're done. See you on Thursday, Chris. Goodbye. That's the wrong song. <laughs> much for listening to this episode of Big Think Dimension. Big Think Dimension is only possible because of patrons like you over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast where you can support the podcast network as we continue to adventure through all sorts of ambitious Netflix series. <laughs> Live action anime adaptations. Wolverine origin stories that didn't need to be told. And countless other things. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. <laughs> <laughs>